104.4 FM. Bigot Radio. Radio. Fucking make me do anything I don't want to do. Least of all, suffer the nonsense of idiots. Fuck yourself. Welcome back. I'm sorry I'm late, but I've. Uh, it's a never ending circus, isn't it? Some people. See, this is why. This is why I'm not going to be fully ever against abortion because I fully believe some people are just better off not being alive. We just don't need them. They don't do anything. They're like a waste of space, a waste of skin, a waste of DNA. And they take up resources. They take up space, as the Prime Minister would say. Don't they? Don't they take up space? And I think we should get rid of them. You know? Cast them out. Put them in a cave. Whatever it takes. But they can't live with civilized people. They gotta go. I'm in a bad mood now. It's gonna get greasy. But that's okay. A lot of people have it coming today. How are you guys doing? We are not on YouTube. Tell your friends. We're broadcasting right now on Entropy, as all the other usual spots Rumble, Odyssey, and uh, Kick as well. This is the second uh, second time. I can't tell with the volume. Don't let me know if I'm too loud. If I'm too, I'm gonna keep an eye on the green light here. If it turns red, I'm, I'm cl- you know, I'm clipping over the. <laughs> I had to screw that. I had to accommodate Greg Wycliffe. You know, he's very particular. Everything has to be perfect. You know, the sound has to. Be- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was on his show yesterday and we talked a little bit about some stuff and caught up on some stuff and shit on the conservatives because as you should, everyone should be. They should be buried in a mountain of excrement until they suffocate and fucking die. That's where the conservative party needs to be right now, under a 50-foot pile of human shit suffocating and dying. That's where they should be. So that's what we're doing. Um, and that's what we're going to continue doing until an actual real right-wing resistance exists in this country and gets the resources and support from the people that they will defend. See, our, our people will defend them and will stick up for them as we've been doing this entire time, as we'll continue to do at our own expense. Every jailing, every arrest, every slanderous article, every attack, every drunken, drug addict piece of fucking inhuman filth shit that tries to come to the house and... It doesn't matter. It's not stopping shit. You don't slow anybody down. You just motivate us to work even harder. And we do. And we're going to come up to the top of the hill where you fucking parasites live. And you're going to be dragged down, kicking and screaming, and thrown off a cliff. 
Okay? That's what's going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to take, but that is what's going to happen. Your your time is is running out. The margins where you're acceptable, you're, it's acceptable for you to fucking exist, is rapidly narrowing, okay? And you're going to find yourself on the edge real soon, and I'm going to be right there to not not give you a poke. I'm going to give you the biggest fucking shove two-hander, buddy, right off the edge. I want to see you catch air. I want to see your feet and sneakers go into the air before you plummet down the side into the abyss forever where you belong, okay? That's what I'm looking forward to doing. Scarecrow, how are you, sir? I'm just going to fucking go off all night, so it's going to be one of these days he says get some of those super long plastic straws i i I will with a side order of second amendment seem the ladies need it now more than ever plastic straws or second amendment we would we should have both in canada but we have neither because we're a very stupid country full of stupid people t money says how many milkshakes to drink and how do you drink them all i like to drink them slowly i like to savor them and enjoy them um because they're hard-earned you know you can't just have milkshakes every day they're very fattening it's very sugary but hey every once in a while You've earned one, and we've earned a couple this week, and there's going to be a couple more next week, and there's going to be a couple more, and a couple more, and a couple more, and I'll do well not to be 300 pounds by the end of this year. I'll put it that way. Nigel says there's so many soft motherfuckers who try to act hard when the real ones like us who have to try to remain peaceful arrive. I know what you mean. The normies don't know what to do with us. Sending good vibes. Thanks, brother. Right back at you. That guy, if you're not in there, if you're not on the Dagalon Prime page, you're stupid in the fitness page that guy i've you're just in charge now nigel okay (laughs) he's up at four o'clock in the morning every day and just and not doing easy workouts either (laughs) watch what he does and he videotapes it and put and i'm just like damn oh you're that guy okay cool roger you would have been that guy in the army i understand yeah you should be in charge of that whole that whole the fitness page is now under your control okay you're this guy's just killing it in there every day motivating people love to see it great and it's you know i love it man good for you Littlefoot, this is what yeah boy oh you know just dealing with shit you got well you got one antifa piece of trantifa clown pedophile garbage man in jail tonight maybe a second one later this evening we'll see um but you know fuck around find out this is this is how it's gonna go and i'm done playing around i am People are getting consequences now. This is fucking, this shit's got to stop. Man on the Mountain says, I'll be front row with a lawn chair to watch the cliff tossing event. Front lawn chair? I expect you to help me. I got the legs, you got the arms. What are we doing? One of these. One, two, on three. Wee! Way! Call it the goblin toss. We had crushed by a dumpster, but like, I just felt like that, you know... Why not, instead of pushing... I mean, the dumpsters are heavy, right? And then we got to drag them back up to the top of the building. I missed Crushed by a Dumpster. We liked Crushed by a Dumpster. But what if we just throw them off a cliff, you know? (laughs) They still go splat, you know? There's no... you know. And sometimes the dumpster misses. And then, you know, it's it's almost not fair. You know, we want them... (laughs) We want to see them go off a cliff, don't we? All right, we got all of those. Rumble, how are you guys? Goblin toss. I like that. That could be a good game. Uh, Wallbanger says, aren't you concerned about the price of milkshakes, though? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very expensive. <laughs> Everything's getting very expensive. Uh, Katie Campbell says, go buy yourself a treat to ease your woes. I, I don't know. What, I, I, don't like, I don't know if that will do it. Um, destroying my enemies eases my woes. That makes me feel good. And I've got some of that uh, to get into later. Uh, Wallbanger, let's go, he says. I, all right. Okay. I guess we can do that. I didn't know where we were going, but we're going. 
somebody in Entropy Chat is shitting in the street, apparently. So he's going to go outside and shit in the street. And I'm like, I don't know. He must be he must be Calistani or something. Maybe he's going to go steal a truck and then shit in the street. Shitting and driving and driving and shitting. And sometimes I'm shitting while I'm building a bomb to blow up a plane. And then I shit. I shit on the bomb. I shit on the plane. There's just a lot of shitting. Shitting and shitting and lots of shitting. Yes, very good. Thank you. Diversity is our strength and we need more. We need more illegal truck drivers running people over and killing them in a, in a massive scam that the government's fully aware of and totally ignoring because to prosecute these motherfuckers would be racist. So let's just run, let's just kill, let's just kill hundreds of Canadians in trucking accidents with a bunch of unqualified people who are shitting in the floor. That's what they do. The mechanics uh, that I know tell me they refuse to work on these trucks because they have cut holes in them to shit in them because they don't want to stop and get out and shit. They shit there, right in the truck. Saves time, you know, and there's like four of them living in there and they just cycle around illegally. Like that's not how, this isn't how this is supposed to work. I've seen them. You see them on the highway. An 18 wheeler. There's, there's four fucking men in that truck. Yeah. That one drives so it gets tired. The next one takes over. The next one takes over and, they, and then they split the money. It's super illegal, but Canada, there's no rules. It's, it's a free for all. They do whatever the fuck they want, right? Just like everybody, unless you're white, then you have to follow all the rules, even the made up ones. And if you don't, we'll ruin your life. It's the best place. I don't know who wouldn't want to live here. Uh, feather not done. How are you doing, brother? He says, don't... Uh, good, you're the feather kind. <laughs> just kidding. Not all of them are terrible. Just um, just the ones taking advantage of our country and coming in here as inter- interlopers and economic migrants and fully taking advantage of the system, fucking us over and getting away with literal murder, blowing up airplanes. You know they have the Air India bombers' portraits in some of these temples and they worship them like martyrs? Yeah, that's... And, and we're like, oh my God, they're so great. I love them. I don't. I don't love terrorists, at, you know, clamoring for an ethno state because they've been banished from their home country because they're terrorists and they're not allowed in something like 18 different countries and the entire government just loves to pander to them. The NDP leader is associated with them. He's sitting there next to them at a table as they ramble on about the supremacy of Sikhism and how it's the best culture in the world and if we have to use violence to get what we want, then that's what we'll do and we don't care. They're swinging swords around in the streets and yelling with flags Everyone's like, oh, isn't this nice? Is that a white guy with an attitude? Send every police officer. Go get retired police officers. Bring them too. Send everyone. This is Canada. This is Canada. Ah, uh, Canada. I just fuck. I hate this place, man. <laughs> it's terrible. He says, don't be in a bad mood. I refuse. Bad moods make the best streams. How dare you? He says, your your grift makes me laugh. Uh, humor makes the pain go easier. It is a he, he, weaponized humor. Don't you, don't you follow the news? That is the new super weapon of the alt-right. Laughing is white supremacy. Heil laughter. Uh, he says, FYI, just uh, tried to cash a check made out to my 14-year-old daughter for shoveling snow all winter. Made out to her by the New Brunswick government. Can't third-party it into my account. Cash is still... Okay. Interesting. Uh, CRJ says it's also tiresome. Well, he's actually, he says he's going by Dark Lord They Them. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, if this is just for me, for you. I don't know. I don't know what he does, but it's CRJ. He says, I need enemies. It's also tiresome, but I need enemies. I need enemies too, so please continue offending everyone, especially Nova Scotian leftist inbreds. There's a lot of those, and he's swirling a whiskey glass. He's probably, is it an expensive glass? Is it like a $200 glass? It's like a crystallized, diamond-encrusted kind of, you know, it's it's made out of the glass from a from a recovered, you know, World War One submarine, and it's it was signed by Hindenburg or something. Like, it's probably, that's what I imagine he's drinking out of. Simon Stevenson, killdozer or cliff or both, killdozer off a cliff. The bo- the bolt the killdozer pushes them screaming off a cliff. Now we're now we're talking now we're talking game show. Okay, this is something else. 
The real Bret Hart is here, too. He says, called TELUS this week. While on hold for half an hour, they had a soundbite for their agricultural company. TELUS has an agricultural company? TELUS is in the food business, he says. Shut up and trust them. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Feather Not Dot again says, damn right, Feather. I'm sorry it took everyone so long to figure the bullshit out. Don't fall for the crap. Canada for the Canadians, right? I mean, and they're, you know. We have to pander to the minorities and the refugees. Yeah, the, fuck, the, fuck the natives, though. <laughs> They're at the bottom of the list. Unless we need them for something. Then we'll trot them out and pretend we care, and then we'll ignore conservative We're going to house the world. I've got some clips from him later. I'm going to rip into that piece of shit um, in case it's, it couldn't be made. I love you guys, man. Um, a bunch of the guys and people and some of our, our folks went down there. And, and, of course, they're all butthurt. CPC is all butthurt. Um, you know, whores on Twitter are really upset and butthurt that we made their guy look bad because it's really easy to do. It's like turning on a light in a messy room and going, oh, look, there is shit everywhere. I'm shitting and shitting everywhere. Yes, I can see you're shitting everywhere, Paul Minder. You just turn the lights on and there, oh, look, the shit. That's how easy it is. It's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. They're acting like we're some kind of, um, Diagalon is this elite political operative squad hired by the Liberal Party to make fun. No, we're just regular people that are tired of you fucking weakling cowards. And to make you look bad is literally as easy as showing up. I just have to put on pants and go down there. And it's embarrassing for you from the go. Okay? It's not even difficult. You're just a fucking joke. And you just exist by the by the tolerance of everyone else being just willing to let you pretend that you that you matter. It's re- and you know a lot of us are just really getting tired of it, and we're like, it's got to stop, okay? Um, yeah, and they're all ba- they're all mad too about uh, you know the prime minister was attacked, not attacked, right? Shouted at some people, yelled at him. And they're acting like it's terrorism. And like, this is not my Canada. This is not the way that we have... Shut the fuck up! Do you know how many people have died? How many suicides? How many businesses destroyed? Do I have to go over this? Do, do you want me to... Let, let's get Dan Hartman on the show. You want to talk to him? Why are they so mad about you killing people, okay? You're killing people and ruining their lives. And pretty soon... Hey, Kurt, are you going to tweet about it? you going to tweet a little thread about it? You little fucking fit? Tweet about it! Go tweet about it. You and you and Evan can fucking reverse tweet while you're 69 each other's little dicks. Why don't you do that? Pretty soon, you're going to fucking wish that you could go back to the days when they just got yelled at. When that's all that happened. Remember when people just screamed at you in the street? Oh, weren't those the good old days? Write it down. You're going to fucking hope for that someday. It's coming. And I can, I've got a tiny violin I can play for you if you'd like. Tenacious V says, fun fact, there's a great grift our new neighbors have figured out. One of them gets a class one commercial license, then they conveniently lose, sell, it every two weeks or so. Very forgetful group, the Calista. I forgot about that. I don't know if I forgotten. I must have dropped it when I was shitting. I think I was shitting, and I dropped it in the shit, and I shit on it, and then it got shitty. I don't know. It's shitting. Everybody's shitting. Give me money. I am Canadian. I sound like this because I've grown up here my entire life. I am from... I am from Manitoba. Yes, clearly. Yes, you are from Manitoba, obviously. Canvy Dread has given me a lot of bees. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve bees. Last time was four bees. So I don't know if the bees are a good thing, a bad thing, but they're increasing. It's a lot more than there used to be, and I don't know what that means. I'm just going to let it happen. I'm just going to let it happen. There's no real point in uh, resisting any of it. Um, the fatigue is real. Yeah, no shit. People are fucking... It's just going to blow up, and they're not going to see it coming. 
there's just a ton of people quietly tolerating it, but it's like a kettle on a stove. You know when you hear it whistling because the water is boiling and it's going to fucking explode? It's been quietly heating up for 10 minutes before that. And if you stuck your hand in that water, you'd melt your hand. But you don't know. You don't know anything's wrong. You see the kettle. It's not making you know. What's the problem? And all of a sudden, it just starts screaming. Well, what happened? It, the water's boiling, and you're not paying attention. And when it starts screaming, it's going to be too late. And you're going to go, where are What is that? My guy there is literally fucking Nazis everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's your fault. You did that. Are you happy? Do you like what you've made? Do you like your creation? We just wanted to be fucking left alone, didn't we? We just wanted to live our lives, build up our families, enjoy our homes, and do that. But no, we had to have all of these fucking progressive programs. Everything had to be changed and fixed and torn down and replaced. And you had to be re-educated about how toxic we are and how bad we are. And yeah, it's gotten to be pretty fucking exhausting. I'm pretty goddamn tired of it, as is everyone else. And soon, that's what's going to be happening. Pop goes the weasel. Nigel has got my flag today. Praise Philip. Now to scout out some interesting locations to fly it for an hour at a time here and there. For terror purposes. Maybe an a overpass at rush hour. Why not bring some friends? You know? People will ask questions. They'll tweet about it. Kurt will put like 60 tweets in a row. He'll use a thread emoji. You know? <laughs> Evan will masturbate. You know? And then he'll show Kurt pictures of it. it you know? Keep the economy going. The bigot economy has to keep going. And you know what? Maybe we can get some more Trantifa fucking losers in jail. Why not? Like this fucking loser. <laughs> Say hi to him if you can see this piece of shit. What's his name? <laughs> this fat, disgusting dumpster clown. Uh, he's in Cape Breton, I think, but routinely likes to come down to um, to, to where we are to stalk us. Uh, recently, he's been showing up at the mall where Morgan has like your little uh, you know community meetups to talk to people and say, and he's there videotaping little kids and taking pictures of kids and making weird noises at people and. Uh, you know, he keeps routinely showing. He was down here one night, apparently, and took a picture. Look where I live, just down the street. Took a picture in front of the Legion, and as as to no one. I mean, there's no engagement on this. Like, no one cares. No one's here. Um, but you know, <laughs> I don't know what. But he's he's in jail now. He might be out by now. But he's he's been arrested for you know stalking, harassment, and basically you know, and he's a pedophile probably. Who's who's videotaping pictures of kids and for what? And uh, you know, he's he's quite obsessed. Um, but you know, friendly giant He's a big, dumb, fat fuck. He's really fat and gross. I mean like obese. I mean, morbidly obese, like a circus freak. If this was the seventies, that's, that's what he would be doing on top of that. Um, we also have this guy and I mean, I don't like to get into the, the drum, the stupid shit, but it's like, this is our lives and this is what happens. All right. And I might as well use it to my advantage once in a while. I have this platform. I have all these people. Many of them live in the area. So why not? I want to introduce you to someone who's been uh, uh, harassing, sexually harassing, and threatening uh, my girlfriend for quite a while. And, uh, you know, she's very nice, and she's very understanding, and she's trying to, you know, you know, he's fucked up, and he's an alcoholic and a drug addict and all these kinds of things, and he's trying to help him. But, yeah, that, the patience has run out. He's, he's completely out of control. His name's Ryan Eisen, I think. E-I-S-A-N. And he's been putting her number online and getting people to spam and call her phone and all this kind of stuff. Because he's really, you know, he, she won't touch his little dink because he's gross and pathetic and a, and a, and a joke, and 
we routinely laugh about how pathetic and gross that he is. And when he, he calls her all the time, and she doesn't answer the phone. You know, we're laying in bed together. I'm like, look at this fucking loser, right? That's you, Ryan. Isn't that fun? So that's what he's been doing. And now he's threatening her, you know, and, and uh, what's he doing? Yeah, spamming her numbers and stuff. And says, look after your house tonight. And, you know, fuck me, apparently. He won't answer the phone for me. He doesn't want to talk to me. I, I, that would probably be bad for him. But I encourage him to come find me. I really, I'm, listen, Ryan, I really want to talk to you. Right? I really think we should get to know each other. I really want to be friends. You know, I understand you live in the Dartmouth area. I'm not far away. You know, you have my number. Just answer the phone. Just answer the phone. Anyway, uh, he says he's not too worried about the cameras at her house that, that she's had to install because of people like this constantly. Trantifa, that Mike fucking freak show. Um, I, I don't know how many. How many, guys, how many of these fucking psychos have we dealt with now? Just in Nova Scotia alone. 10? 12? You know, why don't you call the cops? You know what the cops say? We don't care. You know, pretty much they never get. They only they arrest this guy at the mall because he showed up as his three times. Crowds of people, little kids and stuff. He's freaking people out. What's he? What's he got to do? Grab a little kid and run away? That's probably what he was there to do. But you know, he'll be back. He says, uh, "Yeah, you don't need to. You better. You better look out. I'm not too worried about your cameras. We figured them out a long time ago. Yeah, you need cameras. Fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Yeah, that's good. There's a nice taste of his." Uh, Facebook page is real good. You should go say hi to him. You know, maybe he needs friends. Maybe that's what's going on. He might, he might just need some friends. I understand he's, uh, there's allegations of, um, of being a sex pest and potentially a pedophile as well. I mean, don't we, we always attract the same kind of people, drug addicted freaks, drug addicted freaks and psychos. This was posted on, on, you know, the dirty, you know, weird, interesting. This was from a little while ago, chasing uh, kids down the street, stalks people no matter where you are. Yeah, he always seems to show up. Yeah, that tracks. That sounds like him. Oh, I try to get with 13-year-olds. Wow, really? Gross, Ryan. You need friends. You need some friends. I know the right kind of friends that you should talk to. Uh, some of them you might meet in uh, Burnside, perhaps, you know, once you get there, which is going to be soon, I think, you know. Uh, let's go back to the chat here for a minute. And I got to, I, there's so much more. It's ridiculous. Uh, Camby Dredd says the PM got his fifis hurt from a yell. I have even less than disgust. No words for them. They're all, they're pathetic. He's got like a 20 fucking car motorcade to protect him. And the conservatives now don't announce where their rallies are going to be. They say Toronto. It's in Toronto on Friday. They don't give the location out to the last minute because they know people are going to show up and demand answers to how, uh, to, to why they're so pathetic and gross. And they can't. So they're just going to hide, you know. They're, they're fucking, I have, abs- I have no respect for the conservatives at all. I hate, I really do hate them. I hate them worse. They are worse than the liberals. Much worse. Um, you know, you can hate the liberals, but I mean, they are what they are and they don't lie about what they're doing and they're pretty upfront about it. You know, they're pretty, pretty proudly just communists straight up, right? But then you have these, these, so you have to at least respect that to a degree. You can respect your enemy and want to, you know, destroy them at the same time. But you can have a respect as a, you know, mutually, you know, facing each other on the battlefield, as it were, right? Um, they at least own who they are. And they, they're, they're making no, they don't pull too many punches about what their intentions are and what they think of people like me. And, and they, you know, what they're going to do and the laws they're going to pass and all this kind of stuff. And they follow through on it, right? So, I mean, <laughs> they're not really pulling any fast ones, guys. The, 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 they're not, the left isn't sneaky. They're not like, uh, they're very, 
They're not hiding anything, right? Conversely, you have the conservatives who do the exact opposite. They pretend to be people like us, people like me. They pretend that, so you'll vote for them, uh, and then they don't. They actually believe all the same things as the other side. They, pre- they play make-believe. They pretend to be the resistance, don't resist, let the enemy win because they're cowards, and then uh, demand more money and support from you, which is why, again, I think they need to be suffocated and destroyed and die under a 50-foot pile of human excrement. So then, you know, and that'll act as fertilizer, right? Right? With their bones and everything. And then we can maybe thrum that, grow some actual men with a spine that could uh, maybe maybe push the ball down the field a little bit towards the direction of sanity instead of the collection of hysterical women and pathetic cowards that currently is the conservative party and has been for quite a while. Feather uh, says, I'm not asking a lot. The one thing I would like is that the asshole that is working in the kitchen would at least wash their fucking hand after taking a dump. True story from the Montreal airport. Gah. Uh, I was making food and shitting, shitting and making, making and shitting. There's always shit. Why? Why? I mean, it's always, there's always some kind of shit associated problem. <sighs> Scotian lady says, car stranded all over the place because we can't dig ditches or clear drains properly in Nova Scotia. I've noticed that. What's going on with that? The roads are all washed out. Whenever it rains, it's like you're all over the road, man. The water used to not be on the road, collect on the road like it is now. I have a, I have a, I drive a Silverado. 4x4 with, like, all-terrain tires, and, um, you know, it's crazy how, how like, I, I can't believe, it well, didn't used to be like this, but now I'm, like, having a time driving anything, anything over 100, 110 is like, it's just getting, uh, you're gonna spin out, man, with this water, and I, I don't know, the huge puddles in the, on the highway, like, how? This didn't used to happen. It does now, just like everything else, degrading. We were gonna, we were gonna, uh, you know, do some maintenance, but we had to do some shitting and driving and shitting and shitting and driving and crashing. We crashed into a hockey team. Oh, but I was driving and shitting when I crashed into the hockey team. Oh, she says, shout out to Jeep Alon, as I saw a dude in a Jeep and he helped me get out of a flooded neighborhood. He'd already rescued 20 people stranded on the highways. What the? Says, Nova Scotia is so awesome now that I, we have cons in charge, right? We have the conservatives in charge. They're the progressive conservatives. That's what they're called. The prog- Do you know what progressive means? Progressing towards communism. Liberalist crap. Progressing towards putting penises in the faces of children. That's what progressive means. That's what the Nova Scotia progressive conservatives are. I've got a lot of comments on them later. You know what? Their leader, the name of the progressive conservative leader came up in court the other day about a dozen times. So, you know, that's interesting. You know, regarding mine and and Morgan's arrest, I can talk a little bit about that now that it's uh, out in public. And you know what? You may be like, what are you talking about? I didn't see it on the news. (laughs) I know, right? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Hey, I mean, I guess we live in a country where premiers can just bring in the police. And, you know, I guess, I mean, allegedly, we don't know. They're hiding evidence, and they're not with. They're not very forthcoming with the disclosure. They're having secret meetings and talking to each other. Cops, the premier's office, his guys. You know, the prosecutors themselves are collaborating. They're all having these. Oh, so here's what we're gonna do. We're, yeah. Oh, they're calling nine one one and being like, "Are you guys gonna do your jobs? Are you guys gonna do what we're fucking? You know, just elbowing them as possible. No, just not influencing anything at all. No, 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 no. So that that was Friday or Wednesday. Sorry, today's Friday. That was Wednesday. Day. I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, I just got to get through some of these more. Um, emergency alert came four hours too late, she says. the concentra- So is, is that the case? Is that why the roads and everything are all uh, fucked up? It's because the ditches and drains aren't being cleared? That would make sense. I, 
noticed this problem, but I had no idea why it would be. I don't know any. I don't know how this any of this, that um, you know infrastructure works, but that would make sense because that's what ditches and drains are for. And if you don't have them, expect problems. So now there's problems. So I don't know. Not surprising. Everything else is falling apart. Madam Breezy says, just a reminder: our next hiking excursion will be on the 23rd at one o'clock. Location: Tiffany Falls Conservation Area, 900 Street East, 900 Wilson Street East. And Castor, Ontario. Paying for advertisements. A terror hike with Madam Breezy. There you go. Uh, Feather.dot says, white people make me so sick washing their hands, hygiene and all that crap. Before you put that, before you put food into your mouth, stuff like that. I know, it's really insane. We're, we're just freaks. Uh, Won't Hold Still says, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction said Newton. Yeah, one of the smartest men that's ever lived. And he's right. Seems that many failed to learn Newton's third law. Yeah, but again, he was smart. Most people are dumb. So I guess maybe, apparently, especially in 2023, his IQs are dropping. Apparently, you have to be a fucking genius to learn that, to understand that, you know, you push hard one way, expect to come back the other way. And how hard did, how hard did, you know, the left push over the last few years, the last 20 years? How hard do you think they went? Pretty hard, right? Pretty hard. I mean, they locked us down in our homes and forced medical injection, you know, gene therapy onto people and whew, putting people in jail, political prisoners, and declaring martial law. And, and this is pretty fucking extreme. De- canceling bank account. Yeah, this is getting crazy. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun to do, though, when it's our turn and it's going to be way worse, you know? Once our side take, you know, finally get, gets in charge and gets into control, it's going to be so much worse for them. And it has to be, because otherwise this will never end. They need to be destroyed, like absolutely destroyed. These people need to be imprisoned. They need to be disenfranchised. They need to be stripped of their resources and their wealth and their power and their influence. They need to be reduced to nothing. They need to be atomized to such a degree that they can never harm anyone ever again. Because they are harming people, and uh, it needs to stop. I don't have the link for this. I just remembered it now that I forgot to bring it up. But I'll just scroll through my Twitter page until I find it because it won't be that far. Some of you may have saw this if you do follow me on Twitter. Uh, this is a story from a little while ago. Uh, July of this year. July 6th. Okay. There's a, a principal was berated for white supremacy and is suing the Toronto District School Board over equity training. The diversity, equity, inclusion crap. Guy's a teacher there for 20 years. Doesn't want to go along with it. So he's a white supremacist, obviously. He's racist. Because he doesn't want to do uh, any of this woke stuff. Course for administrators started in April of 21. The DEI trainer, who was named, I'm not making this up, you can read on the screen, Kike Ojo Thompson. <laughs> the CEO of the Kojo Institute, or or Kike, or Kiki, or, I don't know. Anyway, led a series of sessions for Toronto District School Board higher-ups in which she made a number of familiar progressive arguments. According to Bilkso's court filing, that's that's the teacher, Canada is a more racist place than the U.S. Canada is a bastion of white supremacy and colonialism, capitalism, and the patriarchy are killing people, etc. That's what they're teaching people in schools, and this guy was, uh, you know, fighting against it and saying it's insane. So they ruined his life. They ruined his career. They attacked him, slandered him, called him a white supremacist and all these things. And last week, he took his own life. This was released by 
his uh, lawyer, with his family's permission, announced that Richard Bilkso passed away suddenly last Thursday, July 13th, at his home in Toronto. He was 60 years old. Richard was a former principal with Toronto District School Board. He'd retired recently, but continued to do contract work for the board. He was passionate about helping learners succeed and, and became a highly accomplished teacher in the field of adult education over his 24-year career with the TDSB. Sadly, Richard experienced an affront that, to that stellar reputation in the spring of 21, causing him severe mental distress. A later ruling by the WSIB confirmed he had been the subject of workplace bullying after a series of equity sessions coordinated by the TDSB and provided by the Kojo Institute by Ms. Kike. Richard commenced a civil lawsuit against the TDSB this spring, which was recently described in the National Post. The allegations in the claim have not yet been proven, obviously. After his trouble experience, uh, troubling experience with the board's equity agenda, Richard began advocating to bring people together through a more equality-focused, pro-human approach and spoke out recently against the lottery system for specialized programs the TDSB had introduced, which removed any consideration of merit. Damn that meritocracy. It's such a white supremacy idea, isn't it? Ultimately, he was concerned with fairness and respect for all learners, a mission from which he thought public education was straying. I agree. He was right. Unfortunately, the stress and effects of these incidents continue to plague Richard. Last week, he succumbed to his distress. His family and friends have been left reeling and wishing they could have had the chance to convince him that he was loved, respected, and needed here. May he rest in peace. How fucking sad is that? Like, this is part of the reason I get upset and angry and furious because nobody fucking else will! Where are they? Where are the fucking rioting voices? Where are the burning police cars? Where's the fucking marching? Where's the talking heads on TV saying this has got to stop? Where's the celebrity outrage? I'm waiting. But if you put your knee on a fucking drug dealer's neck and he dies from overdosing on his own fentanyl, holy shit, put him into fucking sainthood. If you don't know that you're in a war, you oughta. This is no game. Oh, did you think the wrong thing, sir? Are you thinking the wrong things again? Well, let me introduce you to the anti-hate mob who are going to destroy your fucking life because you think the wrong things and you're a white supremacist, see? that's This is what they do. I know this. They've thrown everything there's to, there, that there is to throw at me. I've had people try to stab me. I have been you know, arrested, charged, dragged across the country on national warrants. I've had my reputation destroyed. I've been slandered. I've had uh, my family harassed. My girlfriend has been you know, stalked and threatened and harassed. Friends of mine, you know, my bank account was canceled, as was my girlfriend's, for the crime of me, <laughs> I guess. We don't know. Well, this because, oh, no, that, what did they say, babe? They said it was, um, oh, right, because, oh, well, she was charged with uh, uh, stealing gasoline. $60 of gasoline she allegedly stole. So she was arrested and put in jail for four days 
waiting for a bail hearing. It's funny because we looked into that, and I think it was about, I might be off by five or ten numbers, but about 7,000 people. Our good friend Paul uh, found this information through the Freedom of Information uh, uh, service that apparently the government doesn't know, doesn't even realize exists, which is very funny to me, that the uh, province of Nova Scotia is just now realizing that we can and have been accessing and reading their emails this entire time and are oblivious to the fact that we know and have caught them numerous times lying to our faces and, more importantly, our legal team's faces this entire time, and we have the receipts to prove it. So that's funny. Isn't that funny? I find that particularly very funny. Follow the court proceedings for more, unless you're the media or Trantifa and you no longer have any interest in doing that because now you're losing and you know you're going to lose. You're going to lose real bad, okay? Okay. Where was I? 7,000 cases of people stealing gas in Nova Scotia and being charged for it. 7,000. Do you know how many people were arrested and put in jail for it? Take a guess. Take a wild fucking guess. It's more than zero, but it's less than two. That's right. It was just Morgan. Only one. In provincial history, 7,000 times it happened, just her. Isn't that funny? She's special, and I'm special, and we're special together. Isn't it just a special fucking time to be alive? People can come to your house, threaten your home, threaten your family, threaten everything, and they go, well, what do you want us to do about it? But if I fucking sneeze in the wrong direction, a SWAT team descends upon me from space, and they'll put Morgan in prison because someone lost a candy bar. That's, okay. Okay, that's how we're living now. All right. So the point I'm trying to make here, and not to make, I'm not, I'm not at all trying to make light of this. This is very distressing and upsetting to me because I don't know this man. I never knew this man. I didn't know about this story until I read it the other day, and I immediately wanted to fucking break my phone in half. What did he do wrong? He fought for his beliefs, so we need to destroy him? And you think you're the fucking good guys. No, no, no. You're objectively scum. It's as obvious as a used condom in the summer sun on the side of the road. Gross. Yeah, that's you. It's not like, it depends on how you look at it. It could be beautiful. No, no, there's gross. There's bloody jizz in it. It's disgusting. I can smell it. It's disgusting. It's very gross. That's you. That's you. That's you, Kurt. That's you, Pete. That's you, Evan. That's, this is the kind of shit that you do. You guys kill people like this. I bet you guys even wrote about them, did you? I haven't even checked, but I, I, it stands to reason you probably did. Because they all get into this engine, this animus together, don't they? Get the white, get the Nazis, bash the fash, we gotta get them. It's just a 60-year-old teacher who thinks you're crazy. Because you are crazy. Because he's right. And now he's dead. And things like this, all it would take is just, fuck, man. One video, one phone call, one meme, anything. For that, for that, somebody like that to know that they're not alone, they don't have to put up with this by themselves. Because it's a lot, and um, trying to fight all these people and all these things, you're fighting. You're going to fight the police. Listen, you come out publicly, you know, and I come after people a lot for not doing enough, or you know, um, but I'm on a suicide mission, obviously, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I'm angry. All the- it, it's part of my personality. I have to be like I have to be like this, people. You understand? Or I won't. I won't succeed. 
So there's going to be collateral damage. I apologize in advance and preemptively and so on. But I'm like, I'm a fucking on fire missile and people are going to get burned around. It, you know, but it has to be like this. It's this or nothing. And I refuse to die. I refuse to die. So. <laughs> to try to try and fight all that, you're going to come up. You're going to have the police come after you potentially. You're going to be ostracized from your social circles, probably. You're going to have problems at work. You probably, maybe you'll get fired. Depends on what you said. Depends on what you didn't say. Maybe you'll get kicked out of school. You could be, you could be, I know people that were looking at situations like, uh, we got fired from our jobs, (laughs) okay? We can't pay for our house. All of our friends hate us now, and we're basically being run out of town. We have nowhere to go. I think we might die. What happened? Oh, well, my husband uh, posted a big rant on Facebook about stuff that they were teaching the kids in school, so now our lives are over. Oh, cool. Right on. Isn't that nice? So you can imagine. like that. And, and here's another angle is that that's going to happen to you if it hasn't already. If you think you can hide, you can't hide. If you think you can just exist in, in your bubble, and I mean if you're still inside kind of the normie world, you know, you have a regular, you know, no one knows what you really think. You know, you know what I'm saying? Those people, those people know who I mean. If you think you can hide, you can't. The walls will continue to, to be closed in and you're going to be exposed sooner or later. You're going to come up against something or you're going to be in a situation where, you know, you're really not going to be comfortable with what's going on and they're going to smell it on you. That's, that's the nature of their team, of their side. It's a, it's a constant, it's like a snake eating its tail. You've seen this image. It, it will never end. The purity testing will never end with these people, and you will never get away. And when they come for you, because they will, who is going to be there for you? When you're sitting in your house at night, maybe by yourself, or maybe just with your wife and your kids who have no idea the, the trouble that they, you may all now be in, do you, is it just the two of you? What are you going to do now? That's a scary place to be in. And it's a lot scarier if you don't have anyone else to talk to. And there's no one that can help you. That is the whole point of this. We're all collectively under attack. As a, as a, as a people. And they aim to destroy everything that we say. Everything that we value and cherish and hold to be important. They want to take that from you and erase it and destroy it. And anybody that gets in the way of that is the enemy. They, well, you're, you know, you're a white supremacist, obviously. So maybe you need to be destroyed. Of course you do. And you've probably noticed that the bar for what that means to be called, you're, you know, oh my God, those people are Nazis. It's, it's getting to the point where now, are you in shape? You're a Nazi. <laughs> you're literally a Nazi. If you go to the gym, um, if you get enough sleep, you're a Nazi. I saw something the other day. It was the racial inequality of sleep. Yeah, white people sleep better than other... So it was insane. It was basically suggested... The art, it was from The Atlantic. You can go look it up. It was from 2015. And it suggested that basically black people don't sleep well enough because white people, because colonialism, because trauma, because, 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 because. It's like, okay. So sleep is racist now. <sighs> It's also tiresome, you know, right? Like you guys said, and it at some point you go, I just to remain quiet, and I've said before that 
when when the reaction will come, and it will, everyone's always like, what is it going to take? And it's like, we don't know, but we're getting there. It's like you're testing the depths of a new submarine. It's like, when will it? when does it get crushed? We're like, we're not sure. We've never gone this deep. Let's just see how far we can go. When the pain of not reacting, when the pain of not fighting back, when the pain of not saying "fuck you," make this is enough. I got. When it's more painful to not do that, or it, it, it's it's more painful to continue than it is to resist. That's when it'll happen. These people, uh, most normal people, they just want to be left alone. They want to hide. They want to pretend like it's going to be okay. So it's going to get better. Greg and I talked about this last night as well. Uh, he had some old boomer guy, and he was trying to he's defending, you know, the Alberta premier, who's fucking terrible, and another global homo, mass migration, rainbows for everyone, cut the dicks off of kids. I'll do whatever. I'll say whatever I got to say. Just give me the money. I want to be in charge. Give me my turn. They're all the same. And he was making excuses for him, like, oh, she knows how to play the media. That's what she's doing. You think it's all going to get better still? They're still holding on to this, like, oh, no, just you wait. Patriots in control. This QAnon PSYOP is like metastasized cancer of a degree that I can't even fucking fathom. Like, it's crazy, man. I've been around. I'm only 37, but I've been on the Internet for, like, since I was 12 or 13, you know? And... It's it's bad. It is bad. You know, it's never been like this. If there's like kids, if young people listening, you know, you shouldn't be. I can't even draft you unless you're 18 and maybe 17. I joined the army at 17. So unless you're 17, I mean, you're useless to me anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. But they probably don't even know. They're just like, man, adults are insane. No, it didn't used to be like this. It was not like this. When I was 17, I I swear it seemed like everyone in the world was three times smarter than they are now. And since then, they've just been hitting themselves in the head with bricks because I have definitely not gotten any smarter. I have no more things, but the horsepower in my brain is, I mean, your IQ is your IQ. Once it's there, it's pretty much, that's pretty much it. It probably degrades over time of anything. Um, you can't make it higher, you know, you, oh, do these brain teaser tests and make yourself smarter. Like you can't, it's, (laughs) you could edge a little bit if you're in better shape. Did you know that? If you're very fit and strong, your, your brain, uh, works better. You've got better oxygen, uh, blood transfer and all these kinds of things. Your cells are more, more waters in them, more oxygen. Your brain is faster if you're in shape. So if you're fat and you're like, man, I wish I was just a tiny bit smarter, go to the gym, (laughs) literally. Whatever your problem is, if it's body related, if any, at any kind, you know, I don't, I can't get enough sleep. Is something wrong? I have too much anxiety. I'm depressed. Oh, my back. I don't go exercise. Why? That's because uh, just do it. <laughs> That's what the doctor should prescribe to everyone. First stop, no matter whatever it is. Help! What's wrong? Your stomach hurts? Have you tried exercising about it? No, I was shot. I took the TTC here. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. I thought you were just. Complaining about being fat. I didn't realize you were taking Toronto public transit. Don't do that. I prescribed not living in Toronto for, you know, so you don't die. Why don't you listen to me? Oh, I don't know where I'm going, but, you know, I uh, posted a thread about this and, uh, you know, and I, you know, I mean it, dude. I'm like, if you're an isolated right wing, you know, kind of person dissident that feels like you belong nowhere. I'm sure a lot of people have felt that. Um, 
especially if you're anything I'm saying or doing is resonating with you in any way, there's a strong chance part of you is like wants to come over here, you know, in, in this kind of, in, you know, wants to be here because that's who you are. That's what, this is what you, this is, you know, this is normal. This, this is normal. These people are normal. Right. And they don't want you to have that. They don't want you to know that we exist and we're everywhere and we're just not, we're not working together on anything. We're all atomized and isolated by ourselves in our bubble pod worlds, worrying about taxes and bills and food, price of milk as everything gets worse and worse. It's like, this is too big for us to escape from. There's nowhere we can run as individuals to escape. So the only way that any of us survive is if we collectivize and fight it together as a team and then we all survive or we all die. <laughs> we all die as individuals or, uh, you know, maybe we have a chance as a team. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And, um, you know, we're probably closer than you think. Wherever you're, wherever you're at listening to this, there's probably, I hear stories about this all the time. One guy told me today, he went to his, uh, is this too, I didn't even keep, keep a look on this light. How loud is this? Hi! Yeah, that was loud. I should probably. <laughs> went to his, uh, his gym. I don't know if he said it was a martial arts gym, jujitsu or something. And he's like, a guy pulls in in his truck and he's going to fucking, FYMM sticker on it or something like that, right? And he was like, well, we're friends now. I was like, probably, yeah. Because these are like, we're, you're, you're not bonding over Star Wars. Like, that's not real. That's like we both enjoy being amused by a very temporary brief thing in our life. Oh, we both really like Star Wars. That's meaningless. That's not a relationship. That doesn't have fucking bond anything. The things I'm talking about are like life and death that go to the core of your soul. And what are we doing here? And are we going to fucking survive this? Our worldview and how we, you know, see things and operate and what is right and wrong. What needs to be fought? What needs to be, stu- you know, these are, these are things that matter uh, to people. So if you're like, yeah, that's, those are the things I, yeah, you're probably going to fit right the fuck in real fast. And, you know, people say this when they go to these meetups, they go to these, uh, you know, these little parties, these get togethers. I'm encouraging people to go out and, you know, get active and get in shape and go, you know, train together, go do stuff together as a, you know, as we used to, this is normal. This is what people used to do all the time and they took it away. We're not doing weird stuff. We're being normal, right? You go out and they meet them and they go for a hike or they go, you know, barbecue, what all these different things, right? Or they go to the gym together and stuff and they, and they say, um, it's, it's like, I, I feel like I've known these people my whole life. Or it's so weird. It feels like, yes, because that's your tribe. These are your people. Do you understand? Your home. You d- There's nothing like to get. It, it's in your fucking DNA for thousands of years. Like this is just, it, it calls right, right back to the, uh, it's just easy. You know, you're with your own kind. And that's what every, and they don't want you to have that. And do you know what the price of not having that is? It's this. Especially when life gets hard and shit goes sideways, people on their own tend to die. Somebody made this meme, presumably before he died, but this is, uh, the Chinese, I think, torturing people during uh, Mao's revolution. For not, you know, obeying the current thing and stuff like, again, most Canadians would do well to read about these historical events and they may recognize some imminent dangers in their own futures, but that would take away from their masturbation and drinking time. So, you know, what's the point of that? Anyway, he just memed a Canadian flag on this guy's face and you've got these two TDSB, you know, 
Richard doesn't believe Canada is the most racist country ever, so we're going to kill him. Cool. Yeah. So I hear a lot of stories, and I hear a lot of allusions to and inferences of... There is a genocide right now! Because the left are all victims. They're all little pathetic baby victims. They're all grown-ass babies pissing and shitting their pants every fucking day over everything. Oh, a word hurt my feelings. Oh, that guy's got a t-shirt that I don't like. Oh, that flag makes me upset! You, you probably don't deserve to live. I'm just, I mean, your ancestors had to deal with wolves and plagues and bombs, and you're like, I want the t-shirt! Like, shut up, please. You're supposed to be a grown adult. Uh, I, again, it's probably way too loud. I've probably been blowing out people's eardrums, and I'm not even looking at the chat, so I can't tell. And I refuse to stop until I get this thought out of my head. Fuck, I lost it. They're upset by everything. And they're weak. Yeah, I lost it. I guess we'll have to go back to the chat. I don't know what the hell I was talking about. I was going somewhere with that. Who knows? Who remembers what the fuck I was talking Wait, it's probably in here. No, I think I made my point. I think I was just going to say the same thing over again, and my brain was like, stop, you've made your point. You know? Breezy says, let's start building communities. Find your tribes. Exactly, that's the point. Um, when you have that, life is easier to deal with. And I think I instinctually looked for it after and, and tried. And when I couldn't find it, I just made one. I got out of the army, and that was where I basically grew up. I joined the army when I was 17. I didn't get out again until, well, 2017, uh, so 14, 15 years. I don't know. I was like 32, 33, something like that. And you get accustomed to a certain way of being. Like you have your you know crew of dudes that you see every day, that you work with every day. And not just work with, it was like to the death. You know, my job, I was in the infantry. We weren't fucking software developers. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't like, we're, we're working on the new fucking comic book video game. Like, oh, wow, badass. Like, what do you guys do together? We kill people together. Yeah, it's pretty intense. We have a pretty intense relationship, Mitch and I. <laughs> You know, we get we get along pretty well. You know, we have a. I mean, it's crazy in there. It, it's a brotherhood. It really, it really was. It was a real one, as good. You know, and there's always fucker, fuckery and nonsense, and nothing's ever perfect. But that's the closest thing you're ever going to find in real life. I mean, guys are like, I'm not going to get into the shack rat stories. <laughs> I personally did not participate, on my honor. However, there was some greasy stuff going on. <laughs> Let's just say some of the boys know each other really well, you know, and uh, and it's for a reason because you're you're so close like that because you're facing the complexities and the depths of life at, at its at its most extreme together as a team. Like you're not just getting on a helicopter to fly into somewhere in the dark where people are going to shoot at you and some of you might die. You're doing it with eight other guys, you know what I mean? And they're sitting there, you know, you're all together like this fucking right fist pumping like okay you know and those guys i mean i still talk to them sometimes i don't talk to them for years some eight nine ten years sometimes it's been for some of these guys and then it'll be like like it was yesterday and if they called me right now on the phone and was like 
I can't tell you anything. I all I need you to, all I need you to know is I need your help and I need it right now. I need you to help. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. And that's how it is. I would do it for them and they would do it for me. It's it's great, you know, and that's um that's that's a real we need to rebuild that. We need to rebuild men. I mean, not necessarily by sending them to war, but in at least in this kind of common struggle that we're in, because if you haven't noticed, it is claiming people's lives, isn't it? I don't know how many people I'm not I'm not writing it down, but the amount of people I know that I cared about that have committed suicide is like it's more than I want to think about. It's double digits. And you can't help but think, and they were young, you know, and this guy was only 60. He easily could have been around another 25 years. 25 years of stories and knowledge and expertise he's never going to pass on. He's never going to, books he could have written, like, I don't know. Oh, well. Every time we lose somebody like that, you don't just lose them. You lose everything they ever were going to do. It's so important to not have this happen. And nobody seems to fucking give a shit that that we're losing our best people. Have you ever noticed that? It's never a piece of shit that commits suicide. I've been waiting my whole life. Uh, you know, some of them I mentioned earlier this evening. I'm like, please kill yourself. You you offer nothing. You're a parasite. You just exist to hurt people and bother people and be a, a nuisance. You're like a boil on the skin. You're like a tick. You, you pick it out and rip it away. But like that would be mean to the tick. That's our. That's how we do things now. That's how soft we are. <laughs> oh, there's so much scum out there, and no, and they're just miserable fucks. I mean, that guy, literally a homeless alcoholic, literally. He's been in a jail a hundred times, maybe. Now he's allegedly a sex past. He's chasing teenage 13-year-old girls. My fucking God. Is that guy, does, do people like that ever kill themselves? I can't think of a single instance. Everybody I do know that did, though, were all really good people that were trying to do their best, and it just fucking got away from them. So you don't just lose them. You lose everything they were ever going to do any kids they were ever going to have. Man. And the government's not trying to fix it. Do you even hear about it? Who's even talking about this? Who's who's talking about this teacher? Anyone? Who, Who among you heard about this until just now? Did anyone... Is anyone you know talking about this? Is anyone saying, hey, did you hear about this teacher? If he was a fucking black teacher and he was harassed and all this stuff and there was a guy, yeah, they were all calling him a nigger and then he killed himself, that would be an international story, wouldn't it? I mean, reasonably, I mean, if you framed it right and you really pushed that, I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't it be? George Floyd was? What is what is remarkable about George Floyd? Oh geez, career criminal black gang member who beats up pregnant women with guns, sells fentanyl to children, is caught, you know, selling drugs, swallows drugs, dies in custody from overdosing on drugs. That's a that's not a story. That's not anything. That's 
a moron idiot getting what he deserved? Or is he an international sensation? I mean, it's all really how the media wants to play it, huh? So what does that tell you? It tells you that they decide what they want to make big and what they don't. Do they want to talk about how the Premier of Nova Scotia's name came up in my court proceedings a couple of days ago, like 12 fucking times? No, they don't. Do they want to talk about how much of a Nazi the Derek Chauvin is? Oh, yes, they do. Do they want to talk about the, the harassment, intimidation, and gaslighting and threats to Richard Bilkso to the point that he took his own life? No, they don't. We want to talk about the cost of milk. We want to talk about refugees. We need more migrants. So I'm sorry if you don't like how I do this, but nobody fucking else will. Nobody else will. Nobody else is. And if you do hear about it, it's, oh, geez, boo-hoo, that sucks. Oh, well, damn, oh, well. You're not even fucking trying to stop the problem. You might as well be commenting on an ethnic cleansing and be like, well, geez, that's unfortunate. Up next with the weather. What kind of fucking people are you? I'm ashamed we're even in the fucking same geographic area. That we breathe the same air and tread the same earth literally fucking offends me. It disgusts me. That I have to share space with people like you. I saw somebody else today tweet fucking uh, this guy from Sudbury I told you about. Garnett. Doctors give him medication that gives him fatal terminal illness that he needs an organ transplant for. And then they say, you know, you can't have an organ transplant because you didn't take the other experimental drug we wanted to give you. So you just die instead. You just die instead. Bye! Bye, four children! Bye, say bye to daddy now! Who's talking about this? I'll wait, I guess. I'll just wait. I'll wait until the cost of milk is done being discussed. And how we're going to bring it home and have powerful paychecks. You know who's not getting a powerful paycheck? Garnett. Richard. They're not getting powerful paychecks because they're fucking dead! Because of people like you that don't fucking defend them from people like that. Cry more. Cry more about the angry crowds. Oh, are people mean to you? Are people mean to you, millionaire rich boy? Are they mean to you? Cry into your fucking money for me. Cry for me, clown. Why don't you just hold up a big wad of hundos and just, oh no, all those poor people. Let me cry into my Pfizer money. (laughs) Ha ha! I hate these people so much, I would just fucking, I would pull out my dick and piss on their face right now if I could. It's beyond contempt. It's beyond hate. It's something else. It's a new... It's a new... <laughs> hate. I've some, some kind of new version of, of, of loathing. Pathological <laughs> justice. That's what I have. Pathological justice complex. This man has been driven to madness. Living in a world of crime, it made him obsessed and wanted to only think of nothing else but the destruction of lying scum. That's all he thinks about. He's pathologically obsessed. Why is it pathological? Because we're the criminals, idiot. He's trying to get us. We gotta put him in jail. I don't care how. Call 911 and tell them to deal with it. Premier's office? Hey, why doesn't the Premier's office just call the cops and go, 
deal with this. Deal, deal with this. And then they should have secret meetings on how they're going to fucking move the ball. And okay, you do that. And we'll fucking yeah. And we're going to steal phones illegally. Yeah. What are you doing with that? What's going on over there? What's happening? I guess on August 21st, when the judge comes back, we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Who's to say? Oh, and I have trial on Monday. By the way, that's my other that's my other legal. So prepare for, prepare for a for a silly goose time. Oh yes, <laughs> the uh, long awaited debut of of the the oh the oh the gun charges oh 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 my stars! I'm so scared of this maniac. Monday morning. Do I look worried? <sighs> what else is going on? <laughs> Wallbanger says no planes, flat earth, QAnon, same shit. I, okay. Oh, I think I missed another one before I get to that. Uh, Katie Campbell says Morgan seems way too sweet to deal with this bullshit. I know, that also makes me very upset. She's un... Like, I know you're supposed to kiss your woman's ass, right? I mean figuratively and literally you're su- you're supposed to you're literally supposed to do that it's in the rule book um but i mean i mean it sincerely um that she's the nicest woman i've ever met she's the kindest sweetest person i think i've ever met i she literally will be like oh geez a homeless dying old man that no one is helping stop everything that she's doing to help and she's still dealing with this just helping this guy out it's like 70 years old you know and then she's like, oh, no, who are you talking to? Oh, that's the other uh, old man. This guy's addicted to crack, and he's homeless. And she's bringing him sandwiches. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's fuck with this woman. I'm going to be some drunk, retarded piece of shit. I'm going to text her and threaten her. And f- <laughs> cool, bud. Oh, man, some people were just either, you know, they say dropped on their head as a baby or not dropped on their head as a baby hard enough is what I say. I think that's what that's what should have happened. <sighs> you know, I mean, you can abort up to like four years old in Canada now. I think those are the rules. I think that's what they're, they're bringing in. So, I mean, feel free. <laughs> Wahatonans says Indian truckers are shitting shitting in ditches and drains. Maybe that's what <laughs> We were shitting, shitting in the ditches and now it's all backed up. The, the roads are covered in septic water now. Oh. Um but uh this guy's comment wallbanger, no planes flat earth queuing on So th- that that's so there's like a spiral, a conspiracy spiral that I think is a natural part of the process. But you have to recognize, you have to evolve out of that. You've got to get out of there. Um, first, you discover there's a problem with whatever conspiracy it is that led you here because it was something. It wasn't like, you didn't wake up one day and go, I think I'm going to be a terrorist now. <laughs> I'm going to be one, I'm going to go see what those people are talking about and just be with them now. There's a path to, to places, right? And... Um, doesn't matter which one it was, but there's a tendency to once people get to that point, they just go around in circles or they fixate on something and just never get, they, they get to the end of the information loop where that's it. There's no more new information about this topic or about this situation. Like that's, you've basically seen everything there is because, um, 
you know, it, it's not that much, guys. I've seen pretty much everything that there is that matters, like like relevant thing. I don't. <laughs> I spent a lot of time watching crazy stuff on the internet. Okay, I've seen a lot. A lot of it's nuts. A lot of it's insane. And I've gotten pretty good at like, oh, this is a crazy nonsense. You know, um, it takes some time, but some of it isn't. And the parts of it that aren't are very disturbing, <laughs> and they may ruin your life. Uh, they may they may take your head for a spin, and some people literally go insane upon discovering the the some of the things that are going on. I'm not that's not a joke either. Careful, <laughs> careful out there. Oh, bro, I'm so based in Red Pill, bro. I know all about it, bro. Do you? Do you really? <laughs> Because if you did, sir, I would suspect you would watch your tongue. You know, you'd probably have a little more respect for the game. Um, but they get into this spiral, and uh, I lost my windows. What's going on here? What the? Oh, crap. Never mind, I fixed it. All right. They get into these spirals where you... um. They just, like I said, like, so I'll use 9-11 as an example. And they just, they're those people that just spam 9-11 memes all the time. And they're just like, you're every party, like, did you know about Building 7, bro? You're like, holy fuck, man, give it up. Like, they just stay in there. And just, like, okay, but <laughs> get what there is to get and then leave the theater. And go on with your life because there's nothing to be done now. Now you have this information. And going forward, you're now better armed to navigate, you can pick up new information and then rearrange your tool belt and you start taking different paths and you start talking to different people and you start adjusting course. You don't just stay in one spot and keep staring at the map all day. That's what these QAnon people are doing. Trust the plan. Watch the show. You're in a movie. This is all like, they might as well just be dangling a watch in front of your face. Like, that's right. That's right. 60 something. But just be entertained. That's right. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Especially with all that money you're sitting on. Don't fucking do anything. Don't Just watch the show. Watch the show. Yeah, that's right. Everything works out in the end, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. It always does. The good guys always win. Yes. Shh, just hang in there. We're almost there soon. Trust the plan very soon. Come on, guys. Come on. It's obvious. Learn what there is to learn and move on. They just spiral in the in these pits, you know? And the flat earth people is one of them. I mean, some of them are just like, they never get out of it. Like, there's an end. There's a, there's a finite amount of information about these things. And then once you've seen it all, you're like, well, you're going to read it again and again and again and again and again. Okay, you got to do other things, dude. You got to eat. You got to get in a shower, you know? Uh, I don't think I missed. I missed some of these. I'm all over the place. There's so much, I'm just mad at so many things tonight. It's just coming out in crazy ways. Chris Beast is rocking the red. You should come to Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. You would have a warm welcome. I would love to do that, but it's very far away. And I can only get three or four hours in, and my back is, like, stiff. I get it bad. I can stand up or lay down, but sitting is, uh, that's not something I can do for two. Ironically, right? I've often thought, uh, I, I know it's like Jeff Evely does this, the uh, one of the V4F guys. I think he stands up. He's got everything up, you know, and I'm like, I should do that. And then I never did <laughs> I'm just lazy, but uh, maybe that might be something I should do because I don't like this. My back hurts and I feel like it's 
making me it's taking away my power levels you know i can't do i can't fucking i can't hip thrust from down here i can't do anything you know i'm all upper body i'm only half a man this is outrageous this is outrageous my power levels are being diminished i need to stand well i'm not wearing pants so i can't do it right now <laughs> but one of these days once we get on the road once we once all of this nonsense is defeated fuck by god praise god praise praise whatever it is then we'll go on tour but that's gonna be a little while yet Still got a ways to go. I got that hearing on the 21st, and then after that, if that gets pushed forward, then that's going to be November, February. Oh, another year, I think, we're looking at. So, But we got one, one on Monday. This week, we're going to go to war. <laughs> Milkshake time. Uh, so I got that one. Jen Steen says, uh, some support for the horse shit with you and Morgan, uh, that you and Morgan deal with. Cheers, sir. Thanks, guys. And I appreciate you guys for, for what you do because it's, uh, it would be harder if we had nothing. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I think, I think we're pretty well taken care of and we appreciate you guys very much. And she does as well. I think I speak for both of us. Um, Feather says, uh, and thanks, man. You, you've been, you've been great. A lot of you guys have been really generous. Feather says, uh, keep up the good work, brother. I am reduced to working two weeks and two two weeks in, two weeks out at a gold mine. Bro, steal gold. Steal gold. You're an Indian. They won't fucking dare search you. <laughs> steal us gold. Come on. <laughs> Is he telling a native to steal gold from a mine? Yes, and it's based because we're going to get rich on stolen gold. <laughs> gold mine. Gold mine. Gold mine. Do it. Everyone wants you to do it. Yeah, call them colonists. Yeah, yeah, the colonists are sending the... Send- <laughs> Sending the labor into the gold mine. Churchill wants another load of gold. Don't come back until the buckets are overflowing. There's dogs barking for Why are they necessary? Just to add an extra level of terror, my good boy. They walk faster when terrified. If they're not done in an hour, I'll release the bees, you know. <laughs> All I'm saying, Feather, is that I would, I would at least, if I were you, I'm like, listen, I'm native, I'm in a gold mine. I can steal some of this gold and they're not going to dare. If they fucking say anything, I'm going to call them racist. And I know that they're white and they're going to be really afraid that I'm going to call them racist. They're going to know that I'm going to go to the news and the news is immediately going to take my side and I'm going to get away with the gold and I'm going to sue them and I'm going to own the gold mine. Fuck, let's do it, Jen. We figured it out. Feather, do you want to own this gold mine? I can get you this gold mine by Monday. Just do exactly as I say and you will own the gold mine. (laughs) First, blatantly get caught stealing gold. Wait, okay, we need heist music first. You can't, we can't just steal a gold mine through ethnic nepotism for with with nothing. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be like a plan, you know. What is this? Is this heist music? No, that's Netflix. That's a stupid TV show. You know what I mean, internet? Like, come on. What's this? Some kind of Italian music? No! What in the hell? How? Okay, this better be music or I'm going to freak out. 
la mattina Mi sono alzato Oh vela ciao vela ciao vela ciao Alright, alright, Feather. Just, just, this is our first heist. It's not going according to plan just yet. That's supposed to be like, I don't know, Mission Impossible or something. We got some kind of Spanish. I know, they're very loud. I just, I don't know what they, listen to me. Step one, you need to get caught blatantly stealing a lot, I mean, obviously stealing a ton of gold. I mean, be super guilty and make sure it's on video. Then, once it gets to the news, you make a video crying about systemic colonial racism and that you were only trying to make things right for your ancestors. And then they were racist, and they were mean, and they called you chief all the time. They kept calling you chief, and it hurt your feelings. They will be so, they'll be humiliated. They'll be forced to apologize. And then you say, this is my ancestral home. I claim this gold mine. This is unceded territory. And they will give you the fucking gold mine. I... That would work. That would 100% work. Now, does he have the balls to do it? I don't know. I don't know. And that I just gave away the entire plan may, I mean, they might, they might notice that. They might see you coming. But does it even going to matter? This is like sending a nuke. Oh, no, they launched a nuke. I don't care if you see me doing it. You have no way to defend yourself against this. This is, you're, this is over for you. And then, there we go. Feather owns the gold mine. We have a gold mine. He has a gold mine. And we have all the gold in the mine. And we use that gold to finance our own currency. <laughs> we'll call it the Dagmark. And then we'll hold the Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What the fuck are we talking about? All right, he says, um, that was all, that was the first sentence. He told me he worked at a gold mine. There's still th- three more sentences to go. He says, <laughs> he says, I missed last week when uh, that woman had a weird accent from England. It was Welsh. Woman had a weird accent from England. Oh, right. right I, I remember that. I was like, what kind of fucking accent? That's what I guessed in my head, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. And it's like, is that why other English people are like, oh, the Welsh I'm ba- insufferable, absolutely pitiful. You know, they're like, they hate the Welsh. And it's like, oh, the Welsh are like the redneck retards of England. Is that it? Are they like the fucking, <laughs> are, they, are they the West Virginia of England? <laughs> oh, pretty much, yes. You know, I don't know, maybe. Uh, he says, keep on trucking. I will I'll, I will stand by you to the end. Well, the end might be soon. Uh, we're stealing a gold mine together. He says, you are always welcome at Campo Bello Island. We have goats and gold mines. Now, you, I mean, you didn't know you were going to get a gold mine tonight, but I just, you know, <laughs> laid it out for you. I mean, it's it's foolproof. <laughs> Brad says, sounds like the drainage problem could be used for the climate emergency. Hope all is well. Sounds like you say probably voice, right? <laughs> it's Mother and Eight. Oh, um, what was... 
oh my god, my dad told me something because I was complaining about this recently, and he said, yeah, <laughs> 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 ah, that the roads are flooding more than they used to, and he said what they said on the news was that. And keep in mind, this is the same province that said the flu doesn't it took the year off. Well, there's no flu anymore. I've never seen this before. There's, there's simply no cases of the flu this year. Oh, so it's just gone. Okay, that's fine. Nothing weird's going on there. So now, when the people are like, "What's with all the water on the roads?" they say, "Oh, the ground is different. It's not absorbing the water the way that it used to because." Oh, the oh the the water's it's it's not it's not going in the ground. That's what it's doing. It's just staying on the top. Basically, the ground the, the the water's just staying on the top of the ground, and it's not it's not going in. Oh, is that what's going on? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, have have that man killed, please. No, you were saying. Yes, please continue. Tell me more about. Uh, How's the airport going? Well, we've, we've covered everything in rainbows. Uh, the outside, the inside. The, the Actually, the planes themselves are just giant flying rainbow carpets. And, and we're <laughs> Thanks, Scarpelli. Yeah. Tofu and Scarpelli are going to take care of that guy. Anyway, no. What, rain goes in the ground. It always does. <laughs> it's never stopped. The flu has never gone away. Uh, these are insane things being said by maniacs. And people being in the woods don't just make forests burst into flames either. Um, it does uh, cause problems, though, when you just stop doing uh, forestry services and you know preemptive fire prevention services and you make drastic cuts to all these programs and you know services and stuff that make sure that these kinds of things don't happen. It's like ripping all the smoke detectors out of your house and then being, oh my god, I can't believe there's a fire and the alarms didn't go off. Well, you got rid of the alarms. So, you know. Maybe stop making stupid decisions. That's all I want. That's all I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and for everybody to stop making stupid decisions. I mean, if you have controversial decisions, if you have decisions that I don't agree with, but, I mean, I can see why... It's like I could, I wouldn't have done it that way, but I can see why they did it, and no one's hard to say how this is going to play out. No, that, that's not what's being done. It's it's things like, hey, uh, should we put pedophiles in jail? And they go, oh no, we'll just let them out. I think there's up to three cases now in this this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's at least two, but it might be three cases in Nova Scotia, particularly where there were um, cases in the system, uh, Crown versus piece of garbage for child sex crimes for for uh, pedophilia. And they were dismissed because they took too long. They took too long to, li- to uh, prosecute. Um, and guess how long that is. And guess how long I've been in the system. And guess where I'm going with that. <clears throat> You know, priorities. I mean, these people are just making great decisions all the time. We should we should get rid of fire prevention services. Oh no, there's fire! Yeah, yeah. We should fire all of the nurses and doctors who don't do what we say. Oh no, there's not enough doctors and nurses. Oh my god! 
What could possibly have been happening? The government of Nova Scotia is committed. Do you know what? You want to hear a fucking story? Here's another one. I just I just know people around now because it's fun. the schism has happened, right? And not everybody inside the state apparatus landed on team government. You guys have a lot of holes in your ship, hey? I want you to know this though. And you might think, why would why would Mackenzie tell us this? Why would he tell me that there's that there's people inside institutions like, you know, the military, the police, the government, the health department, the D- Department of Justice, the fucking everywhere. Why would he say that there's people in there? Because then we'll just go looking for them. And the and the, the point is there's always going to be those people and you're always going to be looking for them. But I want you to I want to remind you of that every every opportunity that I can so that you can never really be sure if the person sitting next to you is really on your team you have no fucking idea do you are you really sure they might be taking what are they doing with your uh, group chats you're in you're really confident with those are you sure everybody in there is on the team are you fucking positive nobody's got a bone to pick anywhere no one's ever been slighted jilted passed over for a promotion maybe somebody was drunk and said a stupid thing at an office party nobody's got a nobody's got a bone nothing huh not a fucking thing they don't have any vaccine injured family members, you know. They don't. No, no, no one's lives were made a little more difficult than they needed to be. No one's holding any grudges. Are, are you seeing the picture I'm painting for you? The landscape, okay. The the harvest has come, okay. Do you like how I'm dressed? I'm a farmer and I'm harvesting now. I'm harvesting the disaffected souls of people that you've wronged all of these years, and they're now coming to me. They are now coming to me, and they tell me things. They tell me things. One of the things was that the city wanted to build a bike lane over the bridge. It was going to cost millions of dollars. Millions, and like something like $12 million for a bike lane on a bridge. And it would have shut the bridge down forever. So, so 12 people could take the bike from Dartmouth to Halifax. Uh, do you know how many people would have used that? Maybe 10, 12 a day, Maybe. Like, are you fucking kidding? People won't even walk to the bus stop anymore. Like, no. What do they picture? Like, oh, we'll have these spike lanes and everyone will just use spikes to go to work and we'll reduce carbon emissions. There'll be less traffic. No one will use that. Every fucking city that builds bike lanes, you need to consider dropping tactical nuclear weapons on that city. Now, I don't say this lightly because I like a lot of these places. Listen, I like Saskatoon, but what are you doing? You're building bike lanes. You're, you're Now you're on the list. All right? You might have to get nuked because we can't let the cancer spread. You know what I'm saying? We can't. It's appearing. You're building bike lanes for people that don't exist. You're you're building infrastructure for things that don't exist. There, you think you 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 believe that there are tens of thousands of people clamoring for bike lanes they need the bike lanes and all of these tens of thousands of people won't be on the roads because they'll be in the bike lanes and you've got green posters and imagery and sunflowers dancing through your head and there's some woman in a sunflower dress doing twirls in a field and oh it's amazing it's all and and really it's like 12 fucking people in the city that use the fucking bike lanes and you spent 20 million dollars tearing up streets making the streets smaller pissing everybody off and annoying things to accommodate the narcissism of 12 people. Please stop making stupid decisions. I can't take it! I'm begging you. You're turning me into something. 
I can't control where this goes. It's not my fault. If I turn into the Joker, it wasn't my fault. I begged them to stop so many times. I was a kid. I said, hey, buildings don't fall down by themselves. And they went, and then I was a little bit older, and I'm like, this war doesn't make a lot of sense. Is this good for the economy to be spending all this money? Are we, why are we importing millions of people? You're taking terrorists from the... Pandemic, you say? I'm really tired of it, you know? So it's like, I'm getting... I'm going to freak out. And then everybody's going to be in danger. <laughs> Where's my lawyer? <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be protected. <laughs> It'll be fun. Um... So yeah, they gotta they gotta so what I'm saying is they gotta drain the ditches. They gotta fix they gotta fix the ditches. If you don't fix the ditches, I'm gonna turn into the Joker. <laughs> and things are, and things will get crazy. We don't want that. Nobody wants this. We wanna drive on the roads, we don't wanna sail boats down the streets, and we don't wanna be having bike lanes in the way. No bike lanes, no boats, just regular old roads. Please, can you please, can you please give us regular roads? Can we even have that? Can we even have that? (laughs) Oh, where's that stupid song, man? Oh, I don't know where it is. (laughs) No, I don't want that one. Where's my sad song? Yeah, this one, you know? They just took away so much. You can't fucking go to the mall anymore. You just can't. Do I have to explain why? You know? There's there's no there's none of that anymore. You can't you can't even go in public really. You can't go to the airport. You can't there is visual reminders of it everywhere. Everywhere. You can't turn on the radio, you can't watch television. You can't, you don't want to read the news, you don't want to, generally, you just want to, don't open your eyes ever. You don't want to do that, but you know what you got to do? You got to open your eyes to drive. And some people like to drive. I liked to drive. I liked to drive. Because there was always that, you could always just hit the road and just drive and just, but you know what? Have you seen the roads lately? They won't even let us have the roads. And you need a license to get fish out of the ocean. You gotta pay. You gotta pay them hundreds of dollars for a sticker to put on your fucking license plate. Every year.
going to be okay. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. It's okay. He's my brother. Seriously though, the roads, man. Like you can't even. There's a section of the of the. If you're in Nova Scotia, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. That skeptic. That's skeptic. That section of highway in Truro between Truro. Um, <laughs> if you're on the north or uh, north or um, uh, west side of Truro, or the you know towards the valley or Halifax on the other side of Truro, you're going to go through that highway. That has been under construction for how long? Since '98 or what? <laughs> I mean, do, do I, I'm just, I, I sometimes I just want to pull over and be like, hey, do you, can I just stop you guys for a second? You guys know what you're doing, right? Like, do we know, do we not know how to, because I'm starting to feel like you guys are all just standing around waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. And I don't know what to do. Do you guys know what you're supposed to be doing? Because I never see you doing anything and nothing's ever getting done, but yet there's always cones. There's just cones every day. For for years on end, cones. I don't I don't know what's ha- what are you doing? What is happening? Why is it taking this long to build a road? It's a road. It's not a fucking hadron collider. <laughs> we're not we're not building the fucking containment tank for the specters from Ghostbusters. Make it flat. Put some rocks on it. Put some concrete on it. Put some asphalt on top of that. Flatten it out. And maybe if you want to get real fancy, you can paint some lines on it too. But it's not totally necessary. (laughs) I swear, I drove back and forth from Petawawa. I used to be 3rd Battalion in in Petawawa, and I drove back and forth from... From there to here, for things like Christmas and summer vacation and that kind of stuff. I don't know how many times, dozens of times. And on the way to Ottawa and back this past year at the convoy, I swear to God, the same section of highway is still under construction as it was in 2012 when I was posted to Petawawa. And I think it's probably been that way since before that. Who knows? Who has any idea? And... uh I mean, that's half of Quebec, it seems like. You drive anywhere in Quebec, and there's just cones, sometimes for miles long. There's no, there's not even guys standing around. There's just cones. I bet they just say they go to work. Because let's be honest, who would know? Who's keeping track of these guys? Who's keeping track of the cone guys? Nobody. They just send you a bill. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're working on a highway. We are trying to uh, pave a new section of highway. How long is that going to take? Oh, well, six months, eight months, maybe a year. And they just show up like every once in a while, you know, and it's like, we got a year to finish this. I mean, no one's in a hurry. <laughs> they gouge this the state for like an insane price that's not necessary at all. Take forever because why bother? You know, and it's like, we have a year to do something that's gonna that would take six weeks. This should take six weeks, and we're going to stretch this out over 12 months because we could, you know, we're... <laughs> I mean, how else are we going to justify costing $20 million? I mean, fuck. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, $5 million. What did I say? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, close one, you know. 
I almost told him I pocketed the rest of the money because I'm super corrupt. Construction industry in Canada is not corrupt. That's crazy. There's no evidence of that anywhere. Um, I gotta get the rest of these chats. Sounds like the drainage problem could be used. Oh, we did this one. Hope all's well. Uh, sounds like your court day went well the other day. Here's hoping proper justice will be had. It did very much. I think I kind of went through it, but yeah. Um, basically, they didn't give us all the evidence. <laughs> it seems to be on purpose. Um, and also, uh, it seems, it seems, it appears at least, and that's why we filed for an abuse of process motion that they were being very abusive of the process and that there was political interference to a very high degree, uh, in our arrests. And we are pursuing that uh, very aggressively and we're going to find out how that's going to go on the 21st. And there was, there was some, some very, uh, interesting arguments made. Uh, with with lots of receipts uh, and nine one one calls and so on uh, played, you can go and and follow uh, uh, Karima Saad's account here at Karima Rules, and she's got it uh, near the top of her page. It's got almost a hundred thousand views, and uh, she goes through the whole thing. She was there and she um, uh, live tweeted the whole thing. It looks like so you can uh, see a lot of if you're into this stuff. If you find the legalese, the legal warfare uh, stuff interesting. And uh, you want to follow along with what's uh, a little more detail of what's <laughs> the madness that was uh, that was uh, Wednesday. Uh, you can go there and read that. But uh, it's a bit, and I think it would take a little while, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. And you know, we have uh, there's a re- there's something really awful that I have to tell you that you're gonna you're all gonna have to suffer again. And I just I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to prepare you before before we get there because it's it's really awful, you know. Uh, DeWitt says, thanks for voicing our frustrations and, and still keeping levity. Of course, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Soaker City says, the rage must flow. I'm a firm believer in morale, boys. You got to laugh. You have to. Um, there's a lot of people uh, in, and it, it's just, this is, this is my, uh, this is, this is who I am. This is what I was made to do. <laughs> I'm a clown. I'm an evil clown, you know? Um, but there's a lot of people in, in this kind of sphere. Um, and probably because the situation is as dire and, you know, crazy as it is, that there's a lot, just a lot of really serious folks, and um, you know, not that that's a bad thing, but you need, you, you gotta laugh. You know, it's life, and it gives you strength, and it, it gives you, uh, it you know, it relaxes you, it makes you mentally um, tough. You can put up with a lot, man, if you got a really good sense of humor, and uh, it'll carry you through. I learned that in the army. I learned you can, when you're when you're stressed out and you're dealing with shit, there's two real main ways you can you can deal with it, and you can train yourself to do this. You don't, um, you know, over time. Uh, you can cry about it, or you can laugh about it. One of those things is going to carry you much further than the other one will. Uh, one of them is a lot of, you know, and sometimes you do just got to cry about things, just to, you know, get the shit out. You do it in the shower where no one can hear you, you know, and you can just ostensibly pretend the rest of your life you don't ever cry ever because no one's ever seen you do it. You know? <laughs> but, you know, if you can make jokes about it, it also calms you down. And when you're a little more calmed down and when you're not taking it too seriously and you're still having a little bit of fun uh, with your life and with your whatever it is, your objectives, your goals and so on, you're having a little bit of fun while you're doing it, you're calmed down, you're going to be thinking clear. And that was when I always performed the best in the military, when I was just in the, in the zone, as they say. And uh, athletes will tell you about that. And, um, you know, and, and I know what they mean. It's just when you're really, really focused and everything's just clicking and everything's working. Like if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a sportsman or whatever you're doing, you know, every mag reload, everything is, this is just, I'm fucking on fire today. You know, I'm just having a great day. And it's because you're just in the right headspace 
And part of that is to, you know, not get too too bent out of shape about things. And, and uh, you know, keep it, keep it light where you can. Um, I think that makes you stronger. And I think it... Uh, I think it. I think it does people a lot of good, and that's how I've been coping with a lot of this stuff for a long time. And I'm still here. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boats? You know, you just have to be a crazy person, essentially. <laughs> just don't give a fuck anymore, and just you know, we're all going to die anyway. Might as well have fun while you're trying to give a shit. Uh. Feather says, still no shots. I will need a Hudson Bay blanket with a needle in it to be suckered into taking a shot. Oh, right, okay. Uh, don't fall for it. You want to provide food for your family? Grow food, cut out the middleman. Growing food is like printing money, they say. Fisher of Men says, just got in from watching Sound of Freedom, Death to Pedos. Long live Dagalon. A lot of people are very upset about that movie. A lot of lefties are very upset about that. I mean, it's weird, right? It's a weird thing to be upset about. I really, oh my god, these people, this fucking, why, what's the movie about? Fucking catching pedophiles? Oh yeah, that's terrible. Someone would make that. Rescuing children from sex trafficking sounds awful, you know? (laughs) We're not, we're not the same. We're not the same as those people. Oh my god, Rumble, I haven't even looked over here in a while. I gotta get, fuck. Turbo, he says, bike lane are the start of 15-minute cities, followed later by blocking streets. If you're dumb enough to install bike lanes in this society, in this day and age, knowing no one uses bicycles, but you do it anyway, that's what I mean. That city, you have to consider that city lost forever. The people running it and and approving it and, oh, yeah, I guess we need bike lanes. They're out of their minds. They're insane. They're incapable of running anything, and they're going to run that place into the ground. Uh, P. Jill since I ranted for free this week, uh, you get paid for yours. You make uh, a difference in my life, and I appreciated you, so God bless your struggles and strength. Well, thank you very much. And I didn't always get paid for it. <laughs> I'll have you know. You First, you have to rant for free for about three to four years and get a lot of negative attention first and then and have your life thoroughly dragged over the coals, you know. <laughs> But after that, you could make a few hundred bucks. It's really great. And then whatever you do have, it just goes to lawyers anyway. So it, I mean, it's really all just kind of (laughs) in one hand out the other anyway. See you in hell. You know, Uh, scroll down. Who is this? Uh, I got that one and that one. All right, cool. Cool. We're almost done. What time is it? Well, okay, we got lots of time. Uh, Simon says, Ciao, Rondo. I'll be a town's Toronto. So nice place for people like me. Diversity, our number one strength. Social worker, fix problem. That's good to hear. That's good to hear the social workers have fixed the violence. How did they do it? Did they, did they, did they give out? I'm picturing like, you know, like a 54-year-old kind of portly woman. She looks like she maybe was a social studies teacher. She's got a binder with her with some programs in it that you can read about managing your feelings. You know, is that probably so that's that's who they're sending out to confront the knifey, stabby, shooty people. Is it? That's great. That's great. (laughs) 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 Fucking imagine it. Imagine you're in like 
this is like the walking dead or something and you're like trapped in a cabin and you're like fucking somebody's got to go out there and fight our way out of there and they push like this 55 year old woman out the window out the go you go get the becky oh she's got like a cooking pan like oh, she just gets murdered immediately what were you thinking Oh, they just need they just need to be reasoned with in, a, in an understanding way from someone who understood <laughs> knife 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 <laughs> those social workers are not gonna do they're not gonna do that come on they're gonna sit there and shut up like everybody else and just look away and then run away and hopefully not also be victims and then what an insane thing to do and they're gonna quit and they're not gonna go to work they're gonna say this is insanely dangerous and I'm not equipped to, I'm a fucking social worker I'm not a cop. But apparently they can't be bothered to do it either, so I guess we're down to social workers. If the social workers can't do it, we're going to send in the veterinarians. <laughs> and if that doesn't do it, well, we have an aquatics teacher who teaches um, synchronized swimming. We're going to try and throw her in there and see if she can sort this out. After that, I'm afraid it's down to Fred Penner, and um, and we've got Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster is our nuclear option. If we have to... They're just professional, you know, they're, they're just professional murderous criminals. I mean, I'm sure they just, they need to manage their emotions better. And I, and I think they just need a hug. That's probably all it is. <laughs> cookie. Oh, you want a cookie? Cookie, cookie. Uh, Breezy says building community. Oh, I read this one earlier. Man, that was a lot of in between. Feather says I have a hundred trillion dollar bill from Zimbabwe. I can buy Zimbabwe or something of value. Uh, it says Q Austrian free market economics uh, lot, good luck people it's all there for you to figure out he says you are pathologically obsessed with justice nothing wrong with that well pathological means it's like a mental illness or a, like, a, like a criminal thing doesn't it pathology I think so it's like a bad mental anyway but that's also like they just make up words and it's like that's just <laughs> that's just like your opinion man um, feather. Not, uh, he says you're a Harley guy. I'll be honest. I've never ridden an Indian. As a motorcycle guy, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've never either. <laughs> I do have a. I do have a Harley. Indians are cool. <clears throat> Looney Tick Fringe says I almost died laughing last week when you did the impression of a leftist whining about keeping the drug addict safe. They do. They need to be safe. And did the Doppler effect with your microphone? <laughs> what was that? The Doppler effect. I don't know what you mean. I don't even know what I did. I it, dude. I'm not here. I'm possess Philip possesses me, and I don't. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not legally responsible for any of this. I've said that many times. <laughs> In my mind, says I'm late. Here's some shekels. Take my money. Good luck in clown court. Oh, I fucking will need your money to pay for it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Simon says, we need to make Cirque toilet paper with Ukraine flags and pedo flags on it. If you want. I would rather neither of those things touch my body in any way, though. Um, you know, so I don't, I, I mean, if you if you want. Jenstein, again, thank you very much, sir. He says, for fuck you, make me Friday and milkshake Monday. Cheers, dag family. Feather says, legally, there's a difference between a traveler and a driver, but that's the point. Exactly. Uh, you have a right to travel the Queen's Road. We don't know our rights. Contract law, you need to know. The law is, you know... Uh, might is right. That is how the world works. They can dress it up any other way and they can pretend that's not how it is, but that's how it be. And that's how it always will be. Chet says, if Klaus Schwab is the Grundle, then the premier is Walter Peck. 
I'm Venkman, he's Peck. That's a meme right there. That, yes, that, I get it. Yes, I'm Dr. Venkman. <laughs> Parapsychologist. It's a made-up, made-up field. <laughs> he was one of my favorite, even since I was a little kid, that's how cool Bill Murray was, or is, that even little kids that are like five know that like this 37-year-old man, you're like, that guy's awesome. You don't even understand what he's saying. I know I don't really understand any of the jokes. He's being very inappropriate and making a lot of sexual innuendo that I, is going right over my head as a five-year-old. But I can tell this guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> I have a thing. I already, I know. I'm five. I've got a thing for people. Trust me. I've been here a, a, like two minutes. This is the second movie I've ever seen in my life. And I already know somehow. Yeah, three shots for Bill. Bill Murray. He rules. Peter Frankfurt. That's my favorite character. He's just so sarcastic, you know. <laughs> well, that wasn't very nice. You know? <laughs> Aim for the flat top. Oh, good times. Uh, he says, uh, as the legendary Peter Venkman let's, <laughs> says, let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. Yes, indeed. Big Fat Albert says, come to Zimbabwe. I'm not coming to Zimbabwe. I won't do it. It's too many trillions of Zimbabwe billion dollars. Lunatic Fringe says the Doppler effect was moving the mic around in a circle closer and farther away. <laughs> right. So that it sounded like the leftist was deflating balloon floating. All right. Uh, oh, they're coming back. Holy fuck. They're so mobile and agile with a steel resolve. They are terrorists, but uh, that's okay. Because uh, they're allowed to be. <laughs> These guys have been in business for 25 years, and I only recently come across them like two years ago. Uh, but they have a, a great... If, they, if you want to talk about Trantifa, this guy really, you know... Has a has an interesting take on it. I mean, it's one way to look at it, I suppose. If the police won't defend us, then we have to defend ourselves. That's what it comes down to. Yes, that's it. what's going to happen. But I get the feeling that they they that people on the left are waiting for us to take that bait. I just don't understand why the current administration doesn't step up and call a spade a spade and say Antifa is a. I mean. From the beginning, it was a terrorist organization from when it was first founded. That's you mean, what it you is. You mean founded by Jews in the 1930s? That's exactly right, Rick. Yes. That was its purpose. And Antifa it's is a Jewish purpose. organization founded in the 30s by, by Jews and has always been a violent organization. It's still funded by Jews today. That's why they don't declare it a terrorist organization. Now you have the answer to your question because you'd have to go after the money. Yes. And when you go after the money, you're going to end up arresting a bunch of rich Jews. Well, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> so I guess, uh, why don't they do anything about Antifa? Well, there's an explanation. You know? And that's how it has to be, because Canada's a weird place. you got to be careful what you say. Um, all right. Gets all these. Here's another one. Ryan says, put Veterans for Freedom on monthly subscription. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you uh, for doing that, sir. I, uh, they're definitely worth it. 
They uh, he got the call. Who did? Uh, Wiles. Oh, was that with? Yeah, I don't know the guy's name. Um, I don't know how old that video is either. Uh, what was he saying? There's for freedom. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, five dollars a month, and they fucking uh, they appreciate it. It could. Uh, they've got uh, legal bills they're helping people with. I think they're helping defend this. Uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. There's a there's a there's a few people that um, they're good causes, and they they're very open. Upfront and transparent what they're doing with the money. They, you know, they lay it all out, receipts and everything, where it is, where it's going, who they paid, you know, and so on. So if you're looking for a Canadian veterans organization to support and know that your money is going to where they say it's going to and it's going to a good cause and that they are, are legitimately uh, very honorable, good you know, veteran patriots in this country that you want to support, those are the ones that you need to go to. Veteransforfreedom.ca, uh, I think, or .com. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Uh, Ryan says Antifa always takes the same political positions as the megacorps and liberal governments. They're all, they're they're all the same, and they think they're the, we're the we have to fight back, fight against who? You're on the same side as every big corporation, bank, you know, energy industry, war profiteering company, media organization. Holy fuck! There's I don't think there's any rich people against you anywhere in the world. Isn't that fucking strange? Thought you guys were uh, you know anti capitalists. Alex uh, Wood says, how long do you think, oh, you think he's talking to me, how long do you think Jeremy would be tolerated if he decided to go to Parliament and glue his hand to the ground in protest? I won't move. Those people are going to have their hands cut off. That's hilarious. That's happening in Germany. If you've seen that, there was a bunch of climate protesters gluing their hands to the ground and, uh, yeah, they <laughs> had to cut the uh, asphalt out and they're walking around with this huge piece of, and they're like, it's probably, I mean... It's some kind of quick drying. They cemented their hand like into the street, like not finger skin on the con. It's like in the road. You see what I mean? So they're like, we're probably you're probably gonna lose a hand. Like you're, I don't know. You're incredibly dumb. <laughs> you know? so, there you go. Oh, there's Texas. Yeah, VeteransForFreedom.ca. The number four. There you go. Thank you, sir. All right, we all caught up with that. That took a while. Um, but now, yeah, happy to see me on kick. Yeah, right on. I've just got here. This is only the second, my second time over here. And uh, I don't know how it works. I think I think I need 100 followers or something to monetize that one. So, but I mean, whatever. It's just another it's just another place to ruin. I'm just economically migrating over to kick and taking advantage of their open border policy like everybody else is, all right? So it's, it's nothing special. I'm just trying to be diverse, all right? I'm just trying to diversify the place. I'm trying to, you know, make it uh, equitable and have inclusion or something it's pretty bad you know the chinese are just making fun of us now i know this is old it was a little while ago but i, I missed the wednesday so this is a this is a chinese commercial He just turns trans and then beats the shit out of her, and the cops like, "It's fine, you're a woman now." <laughs> Where's the lie? You know? Oh no, the Chinese. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that is what we're doing over here, isn't it? Uh, how is Toronto? She's been in there, you know. Let's go take a drive through Toronto. Oh, Toronto! You hear the people weaving on the street? Ten city, Richmond. Can't people sleep on the ground? <laughs> oh, gee. Good stuff. Looks good. I'm glad. We're definitely a first world country. 
I think we need more people. I think we need millions more migrants. That will that will fix everything. That'll make everything better. Uh, there's no nothing that's going to exacerbate if any in any way, shape, or form. Um, how do I sign up for the kick streaming open port? I think, yeah, yeah, you get a free house when you get there. They put you in a free kick hotel and all the other kick citizens have to pay for everything. And you could go around and stab other kick people and they're just like, Hey, stop doing that. And they'll just let you back out on kick bail. You can do anything. But the, the, the people that were there first, the first people that rat kick, no, they can, you could do anything you want to them. <laughs> ah, all right i gotta get back to work i don't know what the hell i'm doing let's see let's see all right so we talked about that stuff what else i tell you court monday what else is going on um you know the police are uh you know they're doing good they're doing good an rcmp officer was uh charged in a foreign interference case is this the fall guy is this what's going to happen you're going to find this one random cop William Major Macho, 60, allegedly helped Chinese government intimidate uh, individual unlawfully. So you found one cop who intimidated one guy on behalf of China, and that's the story? That's it, huh? That's all that happened? Okay. Uh, Police say that he is from Hong Kong. He appeared in court. He's from Hong Kong? Like he was born there? Okay. Does he? I mean, uh, he appeared in court in Quebec by video conference Friday. He's charged with preparatory acts for the benefit of a foreign entity and conspiracy. Did he get bail? I bet he did. Both alleged offenses fall under the Security of Information Act. Hmm. Well, that's good. The Alberta Premier is—you'll uh, be happy to know—bucking right-wing trends on LGBTQ issues. She's very progressive, you see. She's resisting pressures to take anti-trans positions. So based. They went on the big apology tour. Her and, and, and Mike Repeep. I, I don't approve of that shirt. That, that shirt is horrible. I'm scared of that shirt. We need to get rid of that shirt. That shirt is odious. And I'm scared of it. Yeah, scary shirts, scary, scary shirts. Hey, again, the principal, suicide, harassed to death by people that you fucking encourage and, and, you know, shove forward as society's heroes at every fucking opportunity, despite the fact that they are terrorists. You could talk about that. You could talk about uh, Garnett again. No pokey, no kidney, no life, even though we're the ones that poisoned you. Or how about the millions of people coming into this country with nowhere for them to go? And we don't want them here. And we don't need them here. And uh, I'm very confident about that because you can ask anybody in private, in secret, you know, and they'll tell you that they don't uh, want to do this. This is a poll by CTV that had, they stopped it very quickly. It only got to 5,000 votes, but you can kind of tell. The question was... uh, what do you think? Do we ready for more to welcome more newcomers? That's the new word for just dumping millions of random fucking people in here. You ready for more of that? 92% said no. Over a 10 to 1 ratio. This isn't like a 60-40 would be a strong majority. A 70-30 would be a massive majority. 90 
2% is like when Russia annexed Crimea and they voted if they wanted to stay with the and they're like yeah 98 99% voted yes and you, and everyone's like oh that's not even a real poll that's ridiculously one-sided yeah no it's real and so is this one that's how people actually feel and uh every single party in this government is supportive of it anyway none of them are even pretending to be against it uh and and pretty soon we can be like portugal you guys know portugal right you ever heard of Portugal? It's right next to Spain. They share a kind of, you know, corner of Europe. You know, the southwest corner of Europe. Um, so, you know, it's got a long, rich history. Portuguese used to, The Portuguese uh, used to have a command of a fairly, uh, fairly large amount of the planet. They were very rich and had uh, quite a little, quite a little uh, burgeoning uh, little power on the go. The Portuguese dollar, or whatever, what, what was it called? The Spanish had one. Anyway. Now it looks like this. This is Portugal. It could be London. Coming to a town near you. That'll never happen, bro. It did happen, bro. Here's Denmark. In Denmark, they're teaching children in school how to uh, do Islamic prayers because it's important for the Danish children to know. They need to all learn how to work, you know, because they're going to be expected to fit in with the future, which is, uh, you know, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. We're going to teach the children to pray in school, <laughs> you know. Good. It's good as the, as the violence continues. At least in, uh, you know, some parts. Uh, this is Poland. And in Poland, there was... Uh, it's a little different there. They don't do the multi-culti thing. They don't have the open borders thing. They're trying to make them do it, and it's kind of... We don't know how that's going to go, but generally, they, they didn't take... They didn't do any of this. And there's been no terrorist attacks in Poland, and there's been no ethnic violence in Poland, and there's been relative peace and stability in Poland. And, um, you know, they're still trying to force some of these people in here and do this. And there was an incident at the pool... And uh, some some girls were, you know, didn't have the best experience with some of the newcomers, and and some of the men in Poland had a little bit, they got a little upset about it. So the police are trying to haul these these you know, basically sex pest foreigners out of here, and seems like every man in town is trying to kill them. Now, the reason I'm playing this is because this is the right response. This is what normal looks like. This is what's supposed to happen. And I'm showing you this to show you that it does happen in some parts of the world where people aren't entirely broken inside and they're not cucked and and don't, like, just shrivel up and die in the face of nonsense. Like, this shouldn't be going on. So, like, oh, so people from another country came here and are trying to rape our women at the pool? Are you guys busy? You feel like heading down to the pool for a minute? That's normal. That's that's what would have happened right here in this town up until probably 1997, at least. What happened? I don't know. (laughs) 
in, in this part of the world, these people are going to be called victims. They would be, oh, the poor. They just, cultural differences. They didn't know. And they're victim and generational trauma. And they didn't understand. And language barrier. And, and white systemic oppression. And privilege. And, yeah, and, and fuck, the, uh, fuck the children and the women and the people that are victimized by these people. Now the cops are bearing the brunt. The cops are getting shit on for protecting them from the Polish men. They should probably get out of town, I think. Oh, that guy almost got in. They're trying to get in. This is mental. Come on, Polish guys. I'm rooting for them. Get them. Who's, who is in charge of that? I'd be like, get, get, drive, drive, get the fuck out of here. Why are you just chilling out? There's going to be a, oh, that's good. That's good to see. At least Poland's, you know, uh, not having it. Now, I haven't watched this yet, and I was, I've been waiting to play it here to, oh, no, that's not it. Where's the, where's the one? Yes, this is the one. This teacher, apparently, this is a teacher or someone who's representing the National Education Association. Okay. And she's got a little speech. It's only two minutes. And allegedly she says some uh, some interesting things. And uh, if you're listening and you can't see it, you, she is black. I don't know if that's going to matter, but I suspect it's going to. I can hear Chief Seattle crying out to us, urging us to remember when you know who you are, when your mission is clear and you burn with the inner fire of an unbreakable will. Um, this is, a, this is an educator or is this a Scientologist cult member? No cold. Because she's talking to dead people, apparently. Can touch your heart. No deluge can dampen your purpose. And yay, you are those stars in the darkness. Your light will not be dimmed. Your purpose will drive you in a righteous fight for freedom because you know who you are. That's right. Yes. You know who you are. You are the NEA. Our mission is clear. We will advocate for the rights of education professionals and we will change this world for our students with that inner fire burning. We will never bend. We will never be broken because we are the NEA and we will always, always do what we must to be worthy of our students. Thank you, NEA, for all you do every day for our babies and for our colleagues and for your state and for this country. Onward, NEA! Onward!
Yeah, don't don't send any kids don't don't send any kids to that school. Yeah. Shut that shut that school down right now. Yeah. Have a uh you're gonna want a tactical team. Yeah. Everybody. I'd two hundred men at least. Surround the building. Yeah. Yeah. Priorities the hard drives and the phones. Okay? Get those. <laughs> yeah, shoot to, sure, shoot to kill. Whatever. I don't care. Hmm. So it seems the, the the future of America's children are in great hands. Um, I don't see <laughs> things are gonna things are going well. Uh, wow, that was something. I don't ever want to watch that again. That was insane. What else is going on? The prime minister's making war propaganda. You guys want to see that? Let me just check this. Make sure it is no. There is a couple of messages here. Um, and then and then we'll watch some war propaganda because we got a slava, right? And you guys are probably wondering, hey, man, all these taxes, everything's so expensive, I can't even, the cost of milk, I can't even feed my milk, milk! Where's your money going? Well, you'll be happy to know it's going to war propaganda, so that's good. Um, uh, Feather says, I would love you a long time, and I would like triple-triple. What are you talking about? Listen, okay. Maybe there's some, been some miscommunication, Feather. I th- we're in a strictly we are strictly in a Spanish conquistador, ba- whatever that band was themed heist relationship, and that's all. There, there's no like it, this isn't physical in any way. This is strictly heisting a gold mine again to the theme of of some kind of Spanish um, pub. Mu- I, I don't know whatever that folk music. I don't know. Is the is the gold mine in Mexico? Because that would make sense if it was. Or southern? Is it in California? Even Texas? I don't know. It just seemed. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the what the plan is. Why? Why? Why, Father? Why was it Spanish music? It will be revealed in the future. You know. Don't ask questions. Just <laughs> soon it will make sense. Soon all will be clear. Brooker T says, "What were the Crusades in response to?" High gas prices, uh, mostly. Something about the Iberian Peninsula. Oh, it did. He's talking about Portugal. It, 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 it you know. People were just they they got a little they got a little rambunctious, and there had to be a course correction. You know, the old Isaac Newton opposite reaction thing. It's something that happens. Jenstein said someone posted a photo. In the DAG News Channel of a construction sign in a community near me, COVID resilience, 15-minute city. What the fuck does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. They, they've, they've got melted brains. It literally doesn't mean anything. They're just saying, like, nonsensical words now and phrases that mean nothing. Everything's platitudes. Like, they're, they're drone, like, they're shells of a human. They're, they're just drones. They're just consuming things and going from one addiction and distraction to the next. And it's kind of scary to watch because I'm I'm starting to realize that I think a lot of people don't even think anymore. Um, only a certain amount of people can think. We've discovered. I think it's about thirty. What did it say? Thirty percent of the population is able to think. Seventy percent of people don't think. They don't have an inner monologue. They don't have thoughts. <laughs> they don't. They don't ponder things. They just exist. I guess it's terrifying to think of, but apparently that's the case. Um. So, I mean, you see, like, it's just, they go from their phones, 
and you know, one piece of food, cheese, sugar, garbage, alcohol, pills, drugs, like their entire life. When you look at it, and this is, I can understand why a lot of the Christians are so fired up and freaked out because I'm like, it, yeah, we're pretty close to like full corruption. Like when I was a kid, things were a little corrupt. Like there, it, you could see it. Here's a perfect example. When I was a kid, you could go into a, a uh, corner store, uh, 7-Eleven needs something like that, Quickie Mart. And you could go, you know, buy your candy, your Gatorade, whatever the hell it was you were doing. You know, we'd go out and we'd walk around and get in fights with other kids and fuck around town and we'd be drinking and throwing bottles and, you know, being assholes, 16, 17-year-olds and stuff, right? And you go to these stores and this is like 2002 still. And there is a section, they've got magazines and they've got porn in there. But that's on the back shelf and there's like a placard kind of covering up the cover. And there's just the title at the top so you could see what it was. And the guy would have to go get it for you. Know, it was all very, probably embarrassing experience. But it, at least they made the effort to, they have it there, but it's it's like, you know, it's under some stuff. It's not just openly like, check out my fucking, you know. Yeah, I'm in sandals and shorts. It, it's not just some skank with her, you know, cooter in the air like, whoa. You know, now it's like, oh, hey, seven-year-old, have you seen enough porn today? That's where we're at now. You can just turn on television. You can just watch a music video for what would have been a jackpot find of, you know, softcore pornography material when I was a kid, when I was 16. It's just on t- it's just everywhere now for fr- you whatever you want. Go and just get something connected to the internet and type in boobies if you're 7 and enjoy your new life, you know, kid. There's very there's very few aspects of our society that haven't been corrupted. I don't think anything. Our food, what we drink, we're all on pills. Well, I mean, I'm not, but I mean, we, we as a people, right? Drugs, alcohol, pills, distractions, the fu- you know, f- just gar- everything's fake and synthetic. And it's gross. It's so, it's so, uh, it's like a dystopia. It's almost like, from far away or not even getting a little closer and everything seems like it's fine until you just kind of get underneath the facade a little bit and you're like, oh, it's rotten. Yeah. It's like an apple that looks fine until you bite into it. And it's not fine. And uh, yeah, we're building 15 minutes. And everyone thought that was a joke. Like, oh, why they're doing 15? Yes, they are. Just like we talked about everything else. Ness is the next plan. And they're going to build these little redoubts, these little island fortresses as, they, as it is in these cities. And that's going to be the city. That's going to be where the power is projected outward from. Um, it's interesting. I've seen a few other guys talk about this. And one of the things that this does and I want you to think about this, and I don't think I'm way off with this. I'm sure this is a factor, if not the primary fucking reason for doing this. Um, However, the 15-minute city, if that had been implemented a couple of years ago, would have made something like the Ottawa Convoy impossible. It's a foghorn. That's the signal. We got to go, Phil. (laughs) It would have made it impossible. It creates these uh, 
buffer zones between your downtown cores and your centers of power, your administration buildings, your headquarters, like where your you know legislatures and stuff are, your justice buildings, your courthouses, where the the government's uh, organs and infrastructure it needs to operate is now protected. It's outside. That's inside the fifteen minute city. So if you're going to show up with a big protest or a whole bunch of, how are you even going to get in there? There's checkpoint. You can't even drive in there. There's no roads there anymore. Everything's bike lanes and you know little shuttle scooters and all this kind of shit. But it's also created uh, quite a. It's, it's created essentially a moat, you know, protecting it from outside the city, from 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 anybody that would try to get in, you know, in any kind of numbers, you know. So perhaps anticipating. And they are. You can hear it in their own in their own uh, talks they give. Schwab has said this. Others have. You know, Macron is. You know, he's been dealing with it for years. You're gonna you're gonna have more and more civil unrest because they know the cost of living is going to continue to go up. The standard of living is going to continue to go down. People are going to continue to die, give up hope, become frustrated, angry, lash out, and the screaming and yelling in the streets is eventually going to you know, evolve into something else. And they know that that's coming and it can't be avoided, just like we know it's coming and can't be avoided. So if you think about it, we're both doing the same thing. They're digging in and we're digging in. We're saying you need to get the hell away from these cities, find communities and tribes of your own people and start to, you know, find a way to navigate the future where you're not going to need or rely on these people because they're not going to help you. They're going to try and destroy you if they do anything. There, you may, how long are you even going to be allowed to buy food at this grocery store before you need some kind of special identification or some kind of certification or some kind of vet, social credit score check? I don't know. Has your, is your job safe? Is your neighborhood safe? Can they say, oh, yeah, we're take, kicking you out of this building because the city owns this and you posted something? And yeah, no, you got to go live somewhere else. Like, if it gets to that point that you're super dependent on the system and then and you get in trouble with it, what are you going to do then, right? And that's that's a means of control. People will know that they need all of this to live, and they have no way of of taking care of themselves at all. And they're slaves now, and they're going to be on uh, universal basic income. A lot of people they know that as well. Many of these low paying, low income jo- they're they're just going away. Automation and AI is going to strip a lot of this stuff away. So what are these people going to do? They're just going to put them on UBI, and they're basically just <laughs> slam them in there to be slaves. And that's what they'll be. And they'll celebrate it and they'll welcome it. They don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. They want to just get money to do nothing. They want to eat shit and watch garbage and participate in fantasy nothing all day and just blink one day and be 80 years old and die. That's what they want to do. They're slaves. Fuck them. You know what I mean? Uh, Godzilla says the commentator in your Antifa clip is Rick Wiles of True News, one of the most banned, very best daily news hours. Find them at truenews.com and via telegram at t.me slash truenews. Um, somebody on the other chat said he sold out. What happened with that? See, this is like they've been around forever, 20-some years. I know that, but I don't know much of anything about them. So, I mean, who knows what the hell's going on over there? Everybody's, everybody's got – everybody everywhere has been accused of all kinds of things. It's like who knows? I'd have to, I don't know anything about them. I'd have to check into it. Uh, Feather says, still love you long time. See, and, I, and I'm concerned. I don't know what that means. He's still he's still not giving up on this. I'm telling you, we're only doing a heist, Feather. There's just... <sighs> I give the guy a gold mine and he's not happy. You know, he's he's never satisfied. He's an insatiable Indian. You know, we've got we to get him some women. Maybe that'll slow him down. Because I can't be dealing with this, you know. 
Sharon Donner says, I wore my T-shirt that says, still think it's legal. Think it's still, all oh, right, think while it's still legal. I've seen those. Shirt out while today. Yeah, that's, and, you know, they should laugh. They laugh. They go, oh, that's funny. It's it's not. It's it's very serious. Like, we're in a lot of trouble, guys. This shit's getting crazy. Um, And that's why, you know, I got to do this to you. I don't want to do this to you, but it's important. It's a tradition. And it hardens you up. Keeps you keeps you honest. More important, it, it just uh, we we need to guard our our minds, and we need to we need to you need to get better at, at sifting through the shit, the bullshit, and it's becoming very difficult to do. It's almost indistinguishable the nonsense from reality. Sometimes you may see a headline, you can see a story, you can see people talking about it, and at all at the same time, there's multiple other personalities talking about something happening live, and not a single person on the panel is even sure if it's real. That's where we live now. Fortunately for you, we care about you here, you know, at Diagonal. We're trying to keep we're, we're trying to keep you alive. We're trying to strengthen everybody. We're trying to keep you know get people you know pick them up and you know help them get bigger and stronger. You know, and and part of doing that is subjecting you to psychological warfare in the form of fact or fairy tale. That's just something we got to do to you. And you know, there's no way to know if it's if it's true. If it's not, it's it's totally a crapshoot. It's completely. Ra- I mean, there's no way to know. It's indistinguishable. And it'll, it'll probably, it might drive you insane. That's always a risk. It's a risk I'm willing to take. I mean, for every hundred people you drive insane, one of them gets stronger. So, I mean, it's, it's worth it. Some might call it eugenics. I call it uh, a gimmick. So, that's really all you need to know about that. Let's begin. Put an F in the chat or an FT if you think it's a fact or if you think it is a fairy tale. What's up first? First of all, from Marie Claire, it says it's time for the sex toy industry to reckon with its racism. Meet the black female entrepreneurs trying to make pleasure equitable. My goodness. Say it ain't so. Fact or fairy tale? It's real. It, that's a real one. My fucking deal with that, everybody. Up next from Fox News, University of Portland bans seven female students from women's intramural sports for unacceptable turf beliefs. I know. You're like, that easily could have happened. I, I fucking, I don't know. It, it didn't. It didn't happen. But the fact that it easily could have should alarm and frighten you. It does to me. The New York Post says military recruit uh, considers resignation after being forced to shower with trans women with full male genitalia. Uh, yeah. Fact or fairy tale? <laughs> I mean... Unfor- that's true. That happened. That's where you live. That's reconsidering her career because she's showering with a bunch of dudes pretending to be girls because that's the United States military. How few? Everything's going to be fine. MSNBC says there's no trans women playing in the FIFA Women's World Cup. Let's make sure that this is the last time that happens. <laughs> this guy's such a dickhead. It's a fairy tale, but 
but it easily couldn't have been. I mean, Jesus. One more New York Post. Women's World Cup sponsor offers $20,000 in free tickets. Or $20,000, sorry, free tickets. As the host nation struggles with sales. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> They can't give it away! No one fucking cares! We'll give away 20,000 tickets! Nah, I don't fuck. I don't care. <laughs> Fairy fact. Amazing. How about gay water? Gay water, a new canned cocktail, wants to be the anti Bud Light. Get gay water, vodka soda. I don't. It's just, it's got to be like, a, it's got to be like a tourniquet, or you just got to do it. You just got to do it. It's it's real. That's real. It's a fairy fact. I mean, I don't know why he had to... gay water. So watch out for gay water, everybody. There's, there's gay water now. Last one from NPR. This right-wing conspiracy theory about eating bugs is about as racist as you'd think. <laughs> if you don't want to eat bugs, are you racist? NPR seems to think so. Is that real? Is that not real? I hate this game every day. It makes me feel a lot worse about my life, about where I live. Hey, it's true. It's a true story. That's that's real. If you if you think if you don't want to eat the bugs, that just means you hate black people. So there you go. You're probably a colonizer. How many did you get right? How many did you get wrong? You didn't win anything. No one wins. There's no winners. Get in the pods and eat the bugs, right? Nobody wins. It's just five out of seven. Not bad. Not bad. Someone said nine. There wasn't nine. There was seven. <laughs> six feet under. Seven out of seven. There wasn't. You did not. That's lying. Three, six, seven. It's all gay. It, it, it's, this is like gaming. It's like a fucking casino. Uh, it's not real skill to this. It's it's literally impossible to tell. You, you might as well just flip a coin and be like, I'm so good at flipping coin. It's 50-50, you know? There's no way to tell. Everything's so insane. Uh, es, Esgolka. 7 out of 7, he says. Oh, I, well, if you say so, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Ferry hasn't done it for a while, but maybe... Don't make him... He can get sadistic, though. Please don't. Please don't. It's 6. It's always 6. I thought it was 7. I don't know. I'm, I wasn't counting. I was just trying to get through it. I was just trying to survive it like you, to be honest with you. I was just, I'm not even guessing. I was just reading them and being like, <sighs> I felt like, uh, you know, Howie Mandel or what's the, what was the guy, one of those game shows where you're just like watching people just get humiliated and fucked up and you're just like, <sighs> I just asked a question, but I'm not answering it. I don't care. I just, I just want to get through this. I just want to get through this. I want to go home. I don't want to deal with this. Is it B? No, it's not B. You stupid bitch. Next. <laughs> um, uh, Simon says, kill those are bike lanes, manure cannons, goats on coke, dump trucks full of mayonnaise. Let's get her done. Those are all terrible, terrible things. Well, the kill those are bike lanes could be okay. Goats on coke. That's just a, that's just funny. Uh, and Jensen says, thanks, fairy. Missed that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's been a little while. And he's like, it's too hard. It's become too insane. And I don't know how to... 
You have to come up. He has to become more sadistic to come up with even more fucked up things than the the real news has become so deranged that he can no longer out you know compete. He can't compete with how fucking crazy that it is. It's becoming difficult for him to do. That's how bad it is out there. I saw this meme and I do, I don't know. It's just on the desktop, but I just want to share it with you because it's funny. Nathan Smith, Nathan Dave the Rake Smith shared this. I thought on his Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and it says on the top there's a picture of thomas the train this is canada in the world's history books and then underneath it it's a picture of jesus it says canada in the netherlands history books and then at the bottom canada in canada's history books and it says demented on fire hell doom you know satan version of thomas the train <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> Most people in Canada or in the world are like, ah, oh, Canada's all right. It's pretty good, I guess. It's nice, friendly, kind of, you know, pretty. I mean, they're pretty, probably some of the nicer people in the world. The Netherlands are like, they're the best people in the world. If you ask the people in Canada, they're like, we are fucking evil incarnate colonizers. Oh, my God. We're fucking worse than this fucking word. We're fucking cancer for children. That's how bad we are. Oh. Oh, and if you oppose that, like uh, President or President, uh, why do you call him the President? He was a professor. No, he's a teacher. Principal. I knew, I knew it was a P. Principal uh, Richard Bilksell. And if you uh, don't agree with that, well, they'll just harass you, intimidate you, and gaslight you, and fuck with your life until you kill yourself. That's how Canada is. So you got to add a fourth frame. How Canada really is, you know, and it's just decent people being killed. That's that's probably the best. That's the best artistic interpretation of Canada I could imagine is a bunch of really it's a it's a kekistocracy or kakistocracy, was it? When you're when you're ruled by the worst people, the just the just the worst, grossest, shittiest people are the ones in charge. That's what we have. And it's just them just killing Nice, good people, honest, hard. They're just getting murdered. That's Canada. And robbed and their children are getting, you know, molested. And there's pedophiles creeping around everywhere. And there's more good people getting murdered and killed and thrown in prison. Statues are getting torn down. Old people are crying and lamenting the destruction of their history. Foreign invaders are coming in, stabbing, killing people in the streets and stealing industries and blowing up airplanes and, you know, and other good people are getting killed again. And they're like, hey, we need to stop this and fuck that. No, it's a really fucking messed up place. It's really bad here. It's it's not. I mean, as if you're, if you're somebody like us, it, this is not where you want to be. This is not a good time. It's really it's really good. The church is burning. Right. Exactly. Eighty two or eighty three. I think it was up to. Uh, oh, well, you know, if 82 mosques or 82 synagogues burned down, you know, God help you, that would be fucking, that wouldn't be on the news, would it? I don't think so. It's the all, it's those damn powerful Christians, you know, they just, yeah, they're so powerful. Man, all right, what else? A little bit, got a little bit of time left. There's a, a, a pile of stuff here still, and I don't even, I'll talk about the Polish guy. There's, oh, I, there's a few other things I could probably get to. Boy, <sighs> the war propaganda. And uh, But first, before we do, um, just so you know, we're out of guns. Uh, hey. 
NATO is out of guns. The United States is ran out of is run out of ammunition, out of bombs. I cannot. This is amazing. This is incredible. Ah, uh, do I have that Trump clip? Where the hell is that? That is actually pretty good. Yeah, this. I've been saying this for weeks, and I'm not like saying, "Oh, you see, Trump agrees with me." He's just right. And I'm just showing it as as like because there's a lot of people that revere Trump, and if Trump said it, it must be true. Um, but he is absolutely right about this. So they finish with the rockets. You have cities with no building standing. It looks like just a demolition zone. It's so horrible. Sad. And you know, and then they'll say two people were hurt. No, hundreds of people and thousands of people were killed. You're going to find out when this whole thing is over that the number of people killed is far greater than they tell you. They're not telling you the truth. Many, many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are dying. These cities are being obliterated. And basically, they say, what's your stance? Are you for Russia or are you for... I'm for one thing very simple. I want to stop people from getting killed. And I'll have it stop fast. Take a break. We'll come back. What a monster, you know. <laughs> so that's going on. NATO is out of ammunition. That's how... This is a big-scale war. And, and they can't... They can't, the entirety of NATO is pouring everything it can, financially, weapons, arms, training, logistics, you know, special forces embedded units, mentoring, intelligence, the CIA is given real-time intelligence. They're using everything but uniformed NATO soldiers in this war, and they can't dislodge the Russians. And they want more and more and more. Like, this is insane, man. The weapon stockpiles of the United States and its NATO allies are becoming dangerously low with no short-term solutions, according to a top U.S. Air Force commander. Now, if you're the Chinese, now is probably a decent time to just fucking rip Taiwan right off the map, wouldn't you say? On account of them being out of ammunition and everything. Oh, but no, it's disinformation. Yeah, who knows? It could be, but I honestly, I don't feel like it is. I think this is probably accurate. Um, They often... This is throughout history. This this mistake happens so many times. It's amazing to me that it always happens. But they always underestimate how much ammunition they need, how much ammunition you're actually going to need. They they undershoot it always, every fucking goddamn time. The Russians don't seem to. They seem to have not forgotten that lesson, and they've been stockpiling ammunition like you wouldn't believe for a long time. They have so much; it's ridiculous, and we're out. <laughs> so. That's a problem. Um, when the when the bad guys still have lots of bullets and you're out of bullets, do you know what happens then? I'm just you know, just take a guess. You know, so you know, we'll see where this goes. No, we're good, but um, you know, Canada's it, we're going to need this more money. In Latvia. We're going to hear from uh, from Skippy here. He's going to tell you all about. So I haven't seen this either, but um, so I can't really say much about it yet all i know is we're going to be angry together this is camp adadzi in latvia it's about 250 kilometers from the russian border canadian armed forces members are serving here as part of operation reassurance that's nato's enhanced forward presence in eastern europe this is canada's largest international mission and because of russia's recent actions NATO is strengthening its... None of the people he's shaking hands with are Canadian soldiers, by the way. 
presence in the region. When Putin's army crossed the border into Ukraine in February 2022. Okay, so it's war propaganda. Um, he opens it with, because you're, the whole point is like, I have no problem with it yet. Just objectively, the video is like, yeah, this is just facts. This is what's going on. This is where they are. This is how many troops we have there. This is what we're doing. Okay. What's the next question? What's the obvious question? Why, right? But, but why are we doing this? Ah, oh, let me tell you. And he proceeds to lie immediately. Putin's army crossed the border into Ukraine in February 2022. He upended 80 years of peace, stability, and security in Europe. <laughs> so how does he lie? He lies by omission. Did Russia cross the border in February? Yes, it did. Did it end 80 years of peace in Europe? Yes, it did. But why did he do it? He just said it like, oh, Russia attacked and then uh, we're fighting. Yeah, but why'd they attack? They attacked because the NATO powers that he represents had been expanding eastward since the fall of the Berlin Wall and ignored, uh, was it the Minsk Accords? They, they've already come to conclusions with Russia at like kind of crisis summits about this saying, we're going to go to war if you don't stop what you're doing. And they make promises saying, okay, no more NATO expansion, no more Eastern expansion. That's it. You, you, you stay there. We'll stay here. Everybody lives their happy lives. We're not going to bother each other. Okay, good. And then what did NATO do? Immediately breached all of these, all of these deals. So now Russia knows that they're liars. They can't be trusted. And they're just going to, it doesn't matter what you sign with these people. That doesn't mean anything. They're just, they're just stalling. They're just filibustering to give themselves more time. And meanwhile, they move their troops further and further east and more countries and more countries join NATO right up until now we're in Ukraine, right on their border. And they try to get Ukraine to join NATO as well after removing the government that was, since they're so obsessed with democracy, right? They had an elected government that was removed in a coup in 2014. And since then, you've had a NATO-backed installed puppet government has been running out of control, killing ethnic Russians in, in the eastern provinces of Ukraine. For eight years, this is going on. The killings, the murderings, the threats, and sometimes the missiles and shit are flying into Russia. And they're like, what? Listen, man, you got to sh- cut this shit out. And and they would. So they say, okay, well, we're going to deal with this. Then the Russian military comes in to protect these people, stop the killing, and try to, you know, put an end to this fucking insane government. And they've captured this territory. They're holding on to it. And they're not moving. They're like, no, this is ours now. They, it's they're, they're like... um. Like we're, these are our people. They're all ethnically Russian. They speak Russian. They want to. They're like we're, we want to. That's why the Ukrainians were killing them in the first place. They view them as the enemy. And they're like, why the why aren't the Russians taking the rest of the? They don't want the rest of the country. They want what they have. They've taken it. It's theirs now. And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> and they're not. And they're just throwing hunt. And and Trump alluded to it. The casualties. I mean, is it a million? For reference, I've mentioned this number of times. In World War II, the United States military lost about half a million casualties fighting both the Empire of Japan and the Third Reich. 500,000 casualties. Ukraine has suffered approximately that number of casualties in one year fighting just Russia. That's That's the scale of the killing that's happening. Think of every battle American troops fought in in World War II, Eastern theater and Western theater, and uh, put it all together. And that's where the Ukrainians are at right now in, in terms of death. And they're no, they cannot, they literally can't win. They're just throwing people to their death to be slaughtered like pigs. The Russians have lost like 20,000 men or something to five to 600,000, maybe a million. I don't know. It's not, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a bloodbath like you've never seen before. I, and I think when this is over, I think Trump's very much right about this. 
And these are just the best guesses from the experts that, you know, you can trust to be reasonably, you know, 500,000, 600,000, could be a million. These these slaughters and these battles are, are going to go down as worse than like the Somme, where human waves of thousands of men were just pointlessly thrown into machine guns and landmines and artillery to die for no reason. And they just did it over and over and over and over again. And uh, and they're all dead for nothing. Like that. That's what's happening in Ukraine, and we're supporting it. And in supporting it, this is what and this is what the prime minister is is getting you to get behind. He wants you to support this madness. He wants you to be okay with your money going into this bloodbath to kill all of these fucking people for no re- for reasons that he can't even explain himself. Oh, the Russians attacked. Therefore, this is what we're doing. I don't know what the rest is going to be in the rest of this you know video. It's a couple minutes long, but that's what's actually happening. So let's see. He isn't just trying to redraw lines on a map. He's challenging the principles of democracy and the self-determination that Ukrainians long fought hard for. Yeah, like the the rights to ethically murder. countries like Canada to see what we'd do when our core values are threatened and our friends are under... Our core values like what? Shenanigans and pipelines and the Biden crime family and all all their dealings in Ukraine and the eastward expansion of NATO and the fucking... Consolidation of power in the empire is are those our core values? The fuck are you talking about, man? Attack. Of course, this wasn't Putin's first test. In 2014, the Russian regime attempted to illegally annex Crimea. Yeah, because there was a there was a coup. <laughs> okay, their next door neighbor was taken over in a violent coup by essentially terrorists. So imagine if Canada was overthrown by foreign terrorists that took over the country in Ottawa, and then America staged an invasion force on the Ontario border getting ready to move in. Does that sound crazy? What what should the Americans do, right? And they, it's so stupid. And, and And these aren't difficult concepts. I, I'm far from a genius, okay? And uh, this is not difficult for me to understand, and it's not difficult for any of you to understand. There's no reason they couldn't have said all the same things that I just said. There's nothing, you know, difficult here. There's, there's no real, like, oh, man, I just can't wrap my head around this. They're just not telling you 90% of the fucking story. When you not tell someone most of the story, you can get away with quite a lot, can't you? You know, we've seen that throughout history, haven't we? There's a lot of time. I can think of a number of historical event examples where you just tell 5% of the story and leave out the other 90% and it looks a lot different than it otherwise would have. You know what I mean? I've just noticed that. So maybe you've noticed it too. But again, noticing is racist. So let's stop noticing and more listening to whatever nonsense this is. From Ukraine. Well, not long after, Canada launched Operation Unifier. This is Canada's military training and capacity building mission in support of the armed forces of Ukraine. And through it, we've trained more than 36,000 Ukrainian soldiers. And they're all dead. Many of the women and men that Canadians have trained are right now operating on the front lines. Dead. And maintaining Ukraine's heroic resistance. Is that what you call it? Here in Latvia, Our troops are protecting NATO's eastern flank and they're deterring further Russian aggression. Putin has shown a complete disregard for human rights and the international rules-based order. So countries like... Ukraine's been like uh, terror, like trying to terror bomb Russian cities and so on as well, and and blew up the the Nord Stream pipeline, depriving many you know Germans and Europeans of uh, winter heating and dramatically, you know, uh, just minor things. 
that you should not apparently ever hear about, uh, which is a declaration of war, you know, that you're, anyway. Latvia, that share a border with Russia, are worried about their security. Wow. Go back. I just, again, the... Look at this. As there's just a lot of comments on things I want to little pointless, just old army stuff. But I'm I'm just I'm not impressed. I'll put it that way. International rules based order. But so countries. Look at this fat guy with the glasses. Like Latvia, that share a border with Russia, are worried about. <laughs> That's the sergeant major. Who looks like a ninja turtle. That is probably the stupidest, most pointless, laziest face camouflage job I've ever seen in my life. He literally just did his cheeks and his nose and his chin green, put on some nerd glasses and called it a day. Um, if you're going to do it, do it right. And, uh, otherwise, or you can just do this. And what is the obsession with these old fat Sergeant majors wanting the bayonet here just so it can constantly fuck with your arm and bang into your elbow every day, all day, forever. Because they used to do this in the old days with the web gear. For some reason, that's where the bay, and now they're upset. The idea of having the bayonet anywhere other than right here makes them insane. I don't know why that is. I don't know what kind of fucking experimental drugs or what how much CLP these old sergeant majors were drinking out of the bottle when they were privates in 1979 or whenever the fuck this clown got in there to, to tell his stupid brain. Like, there's a bayonet sheath and scabbard right here on the front of the... And he's a reservist, too. That's why he's wearing it. And, and here on this... Uh, so this is what we did in Bosnia back in 92, so that's what I'm doing now. There's a whole spot right here. This empty spot, that's where it goes, retard. Right in the front. Freeing up your arms for mobility. Per- no, no, it has to go there. That's how we always did it. So that- this is what I'm saying. This is army mentality. Some of them are just like, they're literally robots that cannot, they can be programmed to do one thing one way forever. And they just, you could come up with new models and upgrades and, you know, prototypes, but the old ones are like, nope, he's still, it's never going to change. But <laughs> their security and rightfully so. That's why we're here to reaffirm our support for this mission and for allies like Latvia that share our values. That's why last There's year, so many women, too. Have you noticed that? Here we renewed At least in the shots, anyway. they got to make sure there's lots of women around. Is this too loud? ...mission for years to come, and that's why here we're announcing that we're more than doubling our presence as part of Operation... It's playing fucking Disney music like they're on some kind of princess-finding mission. You like that? You're talking about war, and you're talking about hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of dead people, many of them children and, and innocent people. We're using cluster bombs now, which, which we've approved. That, that's an illegal... That's a war crime. Under our own rules, say that cluster bombs are a banned munition. But we're like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck those kids. Are those, maybe those are our values the Prime Minister was talking about. Maybe that was it. War crimes. I mean, I saw some of those. Reassurance. It's why Canada is engaged in international forums. I, the music. What is this, an advertisement for Sim City? Which brings us here to Lithuania for the latest NATO summit. NATO was created in 1949 for situations just like this. Now, 
decades later, NATO is more united than ever. Canada will continue to do everything necessary to support the alliance, to hold Putin accountable for his crimes, and to continue to support the people of Ukraine with everything they need to defend themselves. The reality is that Ukraine's fight is our fight. If we don't stand up... Define our. Who Who is our? Who are you talking about exactly? Can you define exactly... All right. I... I... Mm. Okay, apparently that's a sensitive... Apparently that's a... That's... that's a, okay, that's a sensitive talk. I'm not supposed to talk about that, apparently. Apparently that's that's too far. That's too much. So, our values, everybody! Apparently, somehow. For Ukrainians today, when would we? The time to be champions for human rights, for democracy, wow. and for self-determination... Democracy. You know, Ukraine has like enabled full censorship, banned elections, and outlawed all other political parties. They've they've just gone full. Right? Is he? This is hysterical. If you know, if you know anything about what's actually going on, this whole video is hysterical. It's so. It's just. It's made for morons. It's assuming you don't know a damn thing and you trust him entirely, and that is just hilarious. That's just hilarious to me. Is now. Canada will continue to meet this moment. We will do whatever it takes to stand up against Russia's aggression, and we will continue to work with our NATO allies to defend democracy and protect our shared values. Like what? You know, ask them. They don't have an answer. There is no answer. No one ever asks them any real questions, ever. There's no real... And if there's no one's asking real questions... No one does any real thinking, and then you never get any real answers. So the whole thing starts with someone has to ask real questions. Oh, we don't do that here. Oh, okay, okay. So we're just we're just content with being terrible forever. David, don't do it. He says he's laughing so hard he's going to Canadian healthcare himself. Don't do that. Don't get Canadian healthcare. If you're American, that that means suicide. That's our whole thing now. Uh, it's not a joke. If you're in the United States, if you don't know this, it's called MAID, the medically assisted uh, medical assistance and dying program. Um, if you're if you're sick, the government goes, "Have you considered dying? We could just kill you, and then you won't have any problems." They they suggest this to healthy people. They send brochures in the mail, being like, "Hey, have you considered killing yourself?" I'm not kidding. Doesn't it, isn't it great here? Can you can you guys invade or something? Like we need to just dislodge. It's it wouldn't take much to just kind of topple the government, and then just create an opening. Really, that's all I'm asking. Just create an opening, and you know, <laughs> fucking Queen Dudulo will do the rest. You know, uh, Man on the Mountain says, "If you were heard, the RCMP arrested for Chinese interference." Yeah, I was just talking about that a few minutes ago. Where were you, Man on the Mountain? Not paying attention. Well, you're not. You know what? Now you're not. Now you're not getting to help me throw people off the off the cliff. You're not, even, you're not even listening. You're not even paying attention. Stupid, he's buried in his phone, reading about stuff that I'm talking about and then asking me if I knew about it. <laughs> Is that what happened? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Jen Steen says, drama teacher didn't deliver his lines very well. In fact, her fairy tale is easier on us. Is it? Is it too easy? Maybe he needs to beat you guys harder. 
<sighs> Should we move to Afghanistan? No, no, don't worry about moving to Afghanistan. They're moving here. They're moving here. 40,000, I think, are coming uh, very soon this year. Two, three. Okay, got all of these. Got all of that. And got all of this. What time is it? Thank goodness it's almost over. Oh, did I get everything? I don't know. I think so. I think I made the point. Make sure Morgan's still alive. I think so. Oh, Ryan! We fucking better watch your, your cameras in your house, bitch! I'm fucking gay, bitch! You fucking... Oh, dude, you're fucking awesome. Nobody wants to drop you on your fucking head till your vertebrae snaps in half. That No, absolutely not. I fucking love people like that. Everyone does, really. They have so much to offer society. There's so many. There's so much room for them and patience and just you know, it's just what they they bring us so much. You know, there's so there's so such a you know boon of a benefit to so many people. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just saw something Alex made, but uh, you can't see it. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, let's. Uh, all right, I know what I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna finish with. I know now. I I barely beat up Peepee. I barely did, right? I barely did. I could do. I could do better. So I will. Um, but I gotta find the things that I want. Hmm. Canadians trust in military preparedness declining. Oh, I don't. I wonder why that would be. Probably all the trannies and gay stuff. That's probably probably not instilling people with a sense of strength and you know martial prowess you know what i mean it just doesn't it just doesn't do the trick um oh there it is i did have it in case you didn't believe me the racial inequality of sleep (laughs) it's all damn white people's fault yeah that's it that's why you can't sleep because we're sleeping great right i sleep like it's terrible um that's going to roll into this. It's going to roll into that. Yeah, we're firing cluster bombs now. Good stuff. Can't wait. Hopefully you, hopefully you win the war. Because otherwise, uh, it's not going to go well. These uh, these politicians are all the same. And don't think for a minute they're, they're, ever, they're going to treat you any differently because of you know who's in there who's not. The whole thing is... You're not them. You're there to be ruled. You're there to not. You're not there to be heard. Okay, this is. That's just a thing they let you believe, so you'll do what you're told. But you have no say. Okay, this is at one of these town halls. Is this the one he was just most recently at in Toronto? Sir, I, if 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 you stop shouting, you could stay. If you will, you stop shouting, sir. Then you won't be disturbing everyone here. It's so fake, right? Because like the guy can't—he doesn't have a microphone. It's not like they're at a debate. You know, he knows the police are getting him out of there. He's just going to make it look like uh, they're so insufferable, man. Guess not. Okay. Uh, have a lovely evening, sir. Thank you for coming out in this exercise in democracy. It's not pretty, but it's the best system we have. Oh, isn't he amazing? Again, I am trying to engage with you. I am trying to speak with you. I'm th- you don't respect anyone in this room? Then I'm going to have to ask you to leave this room. 
Usually it's not that easy. Usually it's harder to get them to admit they don't respect anyone in this room. Uh, I apologize for that. I apologize for the interaction. We'll have to stretch out. It's pretty rich coming from a guy that got rich selling poison to all of his citizens and killing tens of thousands of people. That's, yeah, you want to talk about respect? Time a little more because I don't want you all to be uh, penalized for that. Part of that, the other part of... Oh, come on. Come on. Really? Really? <laughs> oh, no. Well, you're still here? Okay. Well, then, yes. We're going to ask the police to remove you. Yes, we're asking the police to remove you both. He's Here we go. He's Please remove her. Hmm. Winston Churchill pointed out that democracy is messy. You know what? Winston, this, this Winston Churchill was a fat, drunk war criminal. It's about. Okay, do you, do you have one quick question? What's your What's your one question? Yes, how do I feel? Winston Churchill also said that the best argument against democracy is a 15-minute conversation with a man on the any, you know, random man on the street. Feel about critical discussion? ISIS. ISIS. Okay. Have a wonderful evening, ma'am, and thank you for your participation in this democratic exercise. They're all Look at the supporters. You notice anything? About the people that are clapping, I thought that was... I was curious to see, like... Yeah, it's kind of an interesting crowd of supporters, huh? Two million... Fucking at least one. Between one and two million a year, guys. See, Refugees one of the responsibilities welcome. that comes with free speech means listening to others. Will you please respect the people in this room? No, then please leave. If you're not going to respect the people in this room, you need to leave. That's the rule. Sorry. Yes. How long did this go on? It was two minutes. It seemed like it was going to go on all day. <laughs> I've never seen him get so upset. That's funny. That was fun. Um, this guy, though. This is interesting. This guy wasn't allowed into the uh, conservative convention. I think he may have been, though, after the fact. But he got, he got uh, he wasn't, you know, welcomed right away. And and somebody else noticed again that the uh, the staff uh, uh, of um, you know PP they had a certain look to them. Anyway. So what's that? They're, what's going on here right now? They're refusing to let me in because they don't like my shirt. So you're, because you're not allowed. You're not allowed to enter the event because your shirt says "Wanted Trudeau for Treason." So we're at the Conservative campaign, the Party of Freedom, free speech, free media, freedom of expression, and you're not welcome in here with your Trudeau for Treason shirt. No. Okay. Thanks for letting me know about that. And it's funny because the last rally you had in St. Catharines, yeah, they were handing out fuck Trudeau stickers. Okay. So. I could turn my shirt inside out, but why would I do that? Yeah. So I thought, free speech, t-shirts. I'm not asking him to come and take a photo with me and get embarrassed and yeah. have to apologize. Wow. <laughs> and literally your shirt says, for committing treason by illegally invoking the emergency act, facing life imprisonment. There's no vulgarity, there's no swearing, and the back says F Trudeau with the Canadian flag. That's it. With the Bill of Rights. The organization. And the organization stand for the... Okay, Wayne, thanks for uh, telling me that, and uh, I'll, I'll touch base with you. Okay. 
Hmm. Rob's everywhere. You're a little terrorist, Rob. They got to get rid of you. <laughs> this guy, um, Darshan something, he was at uh, that event or, or one uh, shortly after. A presser for, oh, I see, for ethnic media. So they get their own special media events, do they? Okay. Didn't know that. Now I do. He says uh, he asked him if part of the solution to the housing crisis uh, could lie in reducing the number of uh, immigrants coming. Let's watch that. Thank you, Mr. Pallier, for this uh, opportunity. Um, I am Darshan Maharaja. I am a blogger and podcaster. Uh, you spoke about the housing crisis. And, uh, uh, of course, the solution will have multiple components. Uh, the demand side is in my focus right now. Last year, we admitted over a million people to live in Canada, either immigrants or work permit holders or international students. This year, we are on track to achieve similar numbers, if achieve is the right word here, and uh, maybe higher. So do you think uh, reducing those numbers uh, can be a part of the solution? roughly 16 million households. I'll turn it up here. That means, on average, we have about 2.4 people in every home. So every time we bring in two and a half people, we need to build a home. It's, it's gone completely over his head. Well, this is the thing. He knows what this guy was getting at when he said, you know, we're on track this year to achieve similar numbers if achieve is the right word to use here, is what he said. Meaning achievement is like a positive. We've achieved something. And he's suggesting this isn't exactly an achievement, what we're doing. And uh, is inferring perhaps, maybe let's stop bringing a million fucking people a year into the country. When we don't have enough houses, we don't have enough doctors. The roads are carved up and covered in bike lanes if they're not covered in potholes. We have no police. The hospitals are in disarray. There's not enough nurses. 911 calls. You might be waiting with a broken hip in your driveway for four and a half hours before anybody shows up. At least that's the situation where I live. So, you know... Not the greatest time to rapidly expand the population. And again, Canada has the fastest changing demographics in the history of planet Earth outside of a war. Per capita, we are being uh, flooded with people faster than any country on Earth, much faster than the United States. I think uh, like something like 50 or 60% more. And he chooses to answer the question of, well, let's, let's see. I'll let I'll let that decide. So so that was the that was what he was inferring. Now watch how he chooses to answer this. And roughly 16 million households. That means on average we have about 2.4 people in every home. So every time we bring in two and a half people, we need to build a home. And so with a million people coming in, you need to build 
uh, about 400,000, give or take. Is that right? Right. Approximately, just, just under 400,000. We built 200,000 last year. So that added a 200,000 home. Stop, stop, stop right there. You're not listening. You're not listening, nerd. Okay. Um, <laughs> the problem is, like the beginning of the problem was too many people, not enough houses. And you're bringing in more people. And you're saying, yes, we need to build more houses. The problem would be solved much faster to build houses for the people that are here first before bringing in more, wouldn't you say? Otherwise, you're going to be playing this never-ending game of catch-up that you can never achieve. We're building half a million homes a year? For how many years are we doing this? And where? What cities are, are taking this many fucking people? Half a million? That's the size of Halifax, the entire area. Bedford, Lower Sackville, Dartmouth, Halifax. That's how many people we need to accommodate every year? Where is that going to happen? And who's paying for this? How about we don't do that, asshole? Well, we're just going to have to build more houses. Why exactly is it our responsibility? Has anybody answered this question? Did we? Did, was there something signed? Was there some kind of fucking meeting? Did the X-Men come down? Was Superman here? Were we told, listen, Canada, I know it's a lot to ask, but would you mind housing the entire fucking world? Could every Canadian taxpayer just really work hard and really, really listen and unlock your savings because you're going to be footing the bill on your back and your tax money is going to be paying for million after million after million, 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 millions of people because, because reasons. It's your responsibility because it just is. And he's talking about these people like he's personally responsible for them. Well, we're just going to have to find them places to live. I mean... No! Shut the fucking door! This isn't complicated! Shortage to the already large shortage. Exactly! In order for housing to become affordable at current rates of immigration, we need to build 6 million homes by 2030. Or lower dramatically the rate of immigration. He doesn't even... It's not even an option. They can't even fucking talk about it. Like you can't even talk about abortion anymore. You can't even talk about the gay rights fucking fiasco that's going on in this country. Or the transgender shit. You can't even talk about it. It doesn't exist if you flip through the the fucking rule book and the debate book and all the policies of the conservative party. Oh, there's no pages dedicated to any of these problems. They do not exist. They're not conservatives. They're liberals. When they fucking do these things, pay attention and stop falling for this crap, man. They're fucking traitors. Right now, we're on track to build about 1.4 million homes. So, we have to choose. Either we're going to build more homes, or we're going to have a big problem. Because people, we're seeing it now. Right. We're seeing it not, not just with the house prices that Canadians are paying, but for the first time I can remember, refugees are arriving, and the government is saying right to their face, please go live on the street, because we... It's like he lives in a different universe. 
It's our responsibility to take in millions and millions of they're not they're not refugees. They're economic migrants. They're just dumping millions of and and how are they getting here? Asshole. Look at a fucking map. Put your fucking glasses back on. You dweeb and see a fucking map of the world. Do you know where, do you see where Canada is? Do you see where do you see where Carlton Center is? Where you go to buy your milk? Now go see where where the fuck is India exactly? Where's Somalia? Where's Latin America? Where yeah, where, where, where are these places? Where is Congo? Where is the Senegal? Where is Liberia? Where's where 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 are these places? Refugees fleeing a war tend to flee to the next neighboring country or the next. So what? They all just got on refugee airlines, hit some connecting flights through Turkey, Italy, and then flew, I don't know, Miami, New York, Ottawa. Is that is that what they did? Refu- refugees. Really? Really? With their fucking cell phones and their cl- all of that? Huh. Huh. <laughs> For the first time I can remember, for the first time I can remember, people are pretending that everybody just showing up from all over the world are actually just refugees from this unnamed imaginary conflict that no one can fucking point to or explain. And, in, and instead, and we're going to have some serious problems. Yes, so stop taking them and send them back. Nope, we're just going to have to build houses that we can't, we're just going to have to spend more money bringing it home. Powerful paychecks. Mm-hmm. We have no space for you. So what I'm saying is we've got to speed up and lower the cost of building permits. We have to start, we have to increase building annually by, by a multiple of, uh, of two or three. We have to build 100% more every year if we're going to have these levels of immigration. That's just the hard math. Or, or, asshole, if we're going to have these levels of immigration, or what's the fucking alternative? I can't believe he's gone his whole life and never been punched in the face. Or the scenes that you're witnessing right now on the streets of Toronto are going to be everywhere in Canada within three or four years. And you think, oh, he's talking about, he's not talking about the rampant violence and the ethnic violence and the killing and all of that. He's talking about the poor refugees living on the street. He's not talking about the tent cities that have lived in, that have been around this country for the last 15 years and the exploding fentanyl crisis and the drugs and the cost of living and people being, there's a nurse living in her fucking car in Halifax somewhere. Not a oh, but are the re- are the refugees not being accommodated enough? Oh, really? When they got off the bus from Pearson Airport after they made six fucking flights from halfway across the world for somehow that somebody paid for, they didn't get ushered into a, a hotel on our dime normally like they normally are everywhere else in the country. Oh, is that what happened? Oh my goodness, my little heart is just going to break right in half. It is. So we're heading towards a massive socioeconomic crisis in Canada. Caused by mass immigration. Where there just are not enough homes for our people. And if we don't start building... They're not our people. They're other people coming here to take advantage of our people. And rather than stopping that from happening, you're saying, well, we'll just have to find some houses for them. we have to put them somewhere. Bring it home, powerful man. We gotta get the limbs out. Well, we we have we have to get the limbs out. I mean, there's only me, or there's the limbs. I mean, 
It's the number one problem in the country. All parties support it. Changing the party does not change or address the problem. Until people understand that, they're going to keep continue to participate in this carnival, in this reality TV show, and they're not going to—they're uh, not going to think any differently. They're just going to sit there and live with it. Now, this is all right. This this is a good last one to get out of here on. <laughs> got to get them articles, boy. You you gotta you gotta stir the pot a little bit every once in a while. Bring bring it home, Doctor Jenstein says. That's right. Uh, Simon says, bring it home. Snap election. Snap election, bro. We're just going to expand Brampton all the way to Saskatchewan. Exactly. Just build city after city after city after city of all these people. And somehow all the infrastructure that's required, all the doctor, you know, the load on the system that they're going to occupy, the transit, the competition for jobs in the economy, the cost of you know living and food and commodity prices and the traffic on the roads. The roads are going to have to be expanded. There's, a, I mean, yeah. It's a lot of fucking work for a lot of people that we didn't fucking ask for. Who was asked? Did anybody ask if this was a good idea? Nope. Because you're not in charge. They are. And I'm going to get to them in a minute. Uh, Man of the Mountain says, oh, sorry, he, he did miss it. Oh, he was OTP with an incarcerated friend on the phone. I'm sorry. Uh, I really want to be Goblin Tosser, though. All right, well, you can keep it for now. Godzilla says, since Israel is not a NATO member, they could send their military to Ukraine, defeat the Russians, and save democracy itself. World War III could be averted because Article 5 won't be triggered. Good. I think they should. Yeah, I agree with that. Israel should send the entire, in the entire Israeli Defense Force to fight the Russians. It's about time. Because, listen, Gulf War I, and there was Vietnam... There was Gulf War II, there was Afghanistan, there was the War on Terror, there was all the... Not a single time has any has any Israeli division ever deployed to the field or to battalion, or I, I don't even know. Has any Israeli units fought any of these wars, or are we just going to do it all for them forever? It's our greatest ally. Yeah, our best friends that never show up when we're in a fight. Isn't that strange? I find that strange. Simon, uh, yeah, we read that one, and Jenstein, bring it home. All right, we're going to bring it home. We're gonna we're gonna bring it home. Bring it home. Uh, is kick still working? Okay, good. Where was I? There's so many. Yeah, I'll have to probably save these for some of another time. I don't want to go up uh, too much longer. Yeah, this is the last one. <laughs> you gotta you gotta be careful what you say, right? And there's and the things you're allowed to say are becoming you know. They want to take all the words away and all the, all the stuff now. And now the Guardian says that you need to avoid using the term wealthy elite and instead, instead now say the powerful few because uh, that would trigger anti-Semitism. What? I'm just – I haven't read this yet. And I'm before I – like I saw the headline and obviously it was like this is going to be good. This is going to be a good time. It's like picking fruit at the store. You're like, oof, this is this was gonna taste good. I'm gonna like this. I'm gonna eat this later. Yep. Avoid using the term wealthy elite and instead say the powerful few as to not trigger anti-Semitism. Why would the term wealthy elite trigger anti-Semitism, guys? Why could that be? Are they suggesting that 
elite and wealthy people are Jewish and therefore are going to be implicated as the wealthy elite, and that would be anti-Semitic. Yeah, that seems to be what they're saying, isn't it? So instead they want you to say the powerful few so that way money isn't brought into the question because the richest, most powerful people in the world, uh, it's not the money that makes them powerful. They're just powerful somehow. They've got powers. They can fly and shoot lasers and so on and lift buildings and you know breathe underwater for two hours at a time. They're just the powerful few. They're like, they're like the Avengers or the X-Men. Or the, why does the X-Men keep coming <laughs> That should be their new theme theme song. It's the powerful few, guys. Oh, no. Previously on X-Men. No, that's not what I wanted. Just play the damn... No sound effects. Maybe that's what I want. So loud. It's the powerful few! They're gonna use the powers! The powers that are not monetarily related in any way! There's no money involved! It has nothing to do with banking! It's the... The... They're the powerful few! Retarded. (laughs) What a stupid... Oh, great. Let's read with this. What is this? Chris... Who wrote this? Chris Minahan from the Information Liberation. All right. Criticizing the, quote, wealthy elite is an anti-Semitic... Is anti-Semitic, according to a new speech codes from Reframing Race Initiative covered by The Guardian on Tuesday. So here we go. New hate speech laws. The new hate speech just dropped. Oh, wealthy elite means not. You're a Nazi now. Have you ever criticized the global elite, the rich and powerful? Well, guess what? You're a Nazi. Just like that. How do you like that? I see. What, I've. I, I didn't even read this earlier. I told you. They'll. They're gonna just keep bringing it in. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to go. You're either a fucking slave or you're a Nazi. And there's. This is just just the future that's in store. So figure it out. From The Guardian, uh, it says, avoid phrases that link negativity with blackness. Anti-racism report recommends. That's interesting because they only like to have, uh, you know, link phrases negativity with white people, if you look at The Guardian. Phrases and words uh, that link negatively with blackness and positivity with whiteness, such as black mood, dark times, or whiter than white. What does that mean? (laughs) Reinforce racist connotations. Like, are these the most sensitive, fucking pathetic people in the world? We're in some dark times, boys. That is so racist. No, it means I don't need. You know what? I'm not even going to explain it to you. You're you're not worthy of being like. Yeah, you're beneath me. The fact that you didn't understand that and chose to take offense and act like some kind of victim over such an innocent, obvious phrase, turn of phrase as dark times, is a signal to me that you're literally not worth explaining this to. This is why I don't. I, I try not to bother with a lot of the fucking trolls and stupid people on the internet because they, they, they have no. They don't mean anything. They're of no consequence. They're terminally online fat, obese, fucking faggot losers that don't do anything. And they. And again, they don't ever kill themselves because they're pathetic goblins. Only good people seem to commit suicide. It seems mostly, most of the time. 
I mean, and as we know, Jeffrey Epstein didn't commit suicide. He was murdered, right? So, I mean, the theory holds true. I, I know there's going to be, there's going to, I'm going to be wrong here, but for now, let me, let me believe this today. Dark times is anti-Semitic. No, just, oh God. It, it's racist to black people. The guide says associating whiteness with purity, cleanliness, and good. This is a cult, man. I don't even want to read. You you know what it means. I want to get to the good part. No. Oh. Shifting goalposts is comical. Yes, where's the... I want to hear about the powerful few. The... The... the, the <laughs> Marvel's hottest new superhero group. The powerful few. Oh, actually, you know, I might as well read this. It's pretty awful. Hey, you want to be horrified? Uh, and blackness with evil and destruction serves to reinforce, quote, harmful tropes, which and the constructed racial hierarchy in which black and minoritized people are pushed to the bottom. It also suggests using images or visual descriptions that apply only to white people, such as blushing red, oh my God, ashen faces or lips turning blue. So describing things as racist risks otherwise othering black or minority minoritized people. This is code. This means you're not white. They're white bad. Everyone else good. That should be there should be no mistake. And that's what the the agenda is. Okay, we're finding the woke agenda. No, you are the woke agenda. You stupid bitch. I mean, it's fucking obvious. Other recommendations include avoiding the phrase white working class and rather use multi-ethnic working class or working class people of all ethnicities. Jesus. Because the use of the former wrongly excludes black It also suggests avoiding the use of the term wealthy elite and rather saying the powerful few. As the phrase can trigger anti-Semitism and feed conspiracies, conspiracy theories of far-right white nationalists. So just using those words will somehow... I'm starting to think that they just think we're all brainwashed. Other recommendations, including referring to ethnic minority people rather than ethnic minorities as the latter term is dehumanizing. I wonder if they think that we just like see symbols and hear phrases and then all of a sudden... We just start hearing like, <laughs> no, that's not the right song. I know what I need. Mm. Yes. So it's all, it's all, it's just the, it's just the, you know, the words you're using and the phrases and the symbols, because the symbols are very scary, right? They're very scary. And, and if you look at them, you'll turn evil. And if you say the certain, the words, or you hear the wrong bad words, you'll fucking turn evil. And, you know, if you wear the wrong clothes, there's all kinds of things, you know? So you could just be, you know, minding your own business. Totally. Um, Living your life and you're reading the news and you read and you're reading a fucking post. Maybe one of your friends posts something. And he's like, Man, I'm really tired I'm really getting tired of these wealthy elite. And you're like We're going for a drive, kids. 
Yep, that's that's what happened. Yeah, I know. I know. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's why we have to censor it and put like, you know, censor that out or else someone will see it and turn insane. I'm, ah! They're fucked, man. <laughs> it's like it's like battling with aliens or something. It's so insanely infuriating. Like, I don't know. That's one of the dumbest things I've read in a while. Either way. And I, I'm entertained by it, you know? Careful what you read, guys, or you'll be goose-stepping all the way to the fucking camps. <laughs> Bring it home! Oh. Uh, Mom Life says, the system isn't broken, it's working exactly as it was designed. Appreciate the work you do. Thank you very much, and I agree with you on that. I do think that's exactly right. I think it is working exactly the way it's designed. Yeah. Symbolism is scary. You know, symbolism is powerful, is what it is, and that's why they don't want any anybody to have it unless it's theirs. That's why they're uh, you know this this flag is a hate symbol. You know that's why it's discouraged. Don't 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 look at it. It's evil. It's bad. Sometimes they censor it out in news articles. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So like the scary, which is I'm I'm pretty proud of this. I'm pretty like this was easy to do. This was. Not that difficult for me to do. It was really, I kind of just anticipated, look, if I make a symbol and I run with it and I get all of our people to be like, this is our symbol now, it's, of course, they're going to be like, this is the worst, this is evil and we have to ban it and make it awful. And they did. And now it goes, as far as banned symbols that you, like, if you see this, you should really call the police. It goes swastika and then that flag. I wish I was kidding. But hey, I mean, it's Canada. Everybody, everybody's very easy. They get scared of clouds, man. You know, a dog just like barks when they're not supposed to and grown men are like, oh, oh my God, I almost died. Did you see that? The dog just burned me. Hmm. <laughs> it gets harder than the head, you know? All right. All right. Any any other messages? Anything else? Anything left? I gotta go. I gotta go deal with some homeless people. <laughs> Make sure my girlfriend's not been killed by a fucking wandering alcoholic, uh, you know, drug addict, pedophile. Alleged, apparently, apparently, chasing thirteen-year-old girls down the street. You know, it's a good time out there. It's good. That's that's Dartmouth. That's Nova Scotia for you. Good time. All right. Uh, watch out for the government bots. By there are a lot of big spiders. One of them almost got me last night, and I'm not going to let this happen again. So I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to escape while I get while the getting's good. Scroll down here. I don't know if uh, I don't know if fairies do anything after this or not. I have no idea. But all I know is it's Friday night, and I am logging out of here. It's one o'clock after one o'clock in the morning, and I need to go think about all the bad things I've done and said this evening, and care very little about any of it. <laughs> I want to make sure I gloated enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a, quite a, hey, go, go do, please do. Go please check out uh, Karima's thread about court the other day. I think you'll find it interesting. I think you might have a, a nice little laugh at it. And then uh, we got some other stuff this week. And uh, all right. And there's, you know, Trantifa Freak is in jail and probably out by now. But, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see some people get uh, you know, videotaping kids at the mall. I mean... You know, making weird, gross comments and, you know, showing up and like, yeah, I was like, I really, I kind of wanted, I was like, I hope he comes to the house. I hope so. I was just up in my chair, just like this in the window at like three in the morning, like, come on, come on, please. 
Please. Daddy needs a fix, you know? Daddy's daddy's getting Nancy on work up here. He's all trapped here. Anyway. So that should uh that should do it for the evening. Uh, I think. I got a lot of other things I probably could get into, but I don't I don't want to because it's tiring and it's late. And uh it really doesn't matter. Like I said, the morale is what's important. And uh, if you don't want, if you don't have the energy to fight, if you don't want to, if you don't, you know, find the find the joy in it and find something to look forward to out of it, and, and kind of take pride in it, in in your existence, in your resistance, in your strength against uh, against the system and, and the things that are being done to us. Um, if you can't find that, it's gonna it's gonna take you out because it is it is coming for you. It is being applied to people, and the people are feeling the pressure now, all kinds of in all kinds of different places and ways. It, it does feel like uh, you know, kind of being crushed. And uh, you know, it's it comes back to the old, uh, the old sticks metaphor that you know the Genghis Khan one that he was taught by his uncle when he was a kid about the the arrows, you know. And then they ripped it off in Game of Thrones with the the, the sticks, right? Apes together, strong. One by itself, you can snap it in half. You put a whole bunch of them together and bundle them up. It's very difficult. It becomes very difficult to destroy. And part of um, I think part part of our spirit i guess that we all have is is something that we need to need to kind of unlock and and spread like a like its own pandemic and that that's kind of the the spirit of the fight where you kind of embrace it and you look forward to it and you become uh, you you just you just you just get into it <laughs> you know you just kind of let go and let it carry you away like uh like you know floating downstream you're not fighting it. You know, you just go with it. Instead of avoiding the fight and hiding from it and cowering and trying to pretend it's not happening, you just do the opposite. So, you know, I kind of wrote a little thing earlier, just a thought that I had. You know, when you, in the old days, they used to have like a, you know, you had castles and stuff. You had like fortresses and that's, that's where the guy would live in that area, right? Your lord or your king or whoever it was. A lot of times they're in defendable positions, you know, on a on a hill or a mountainside or something like that. Some some are up and elevated as numerous tactical reasons and strategic reasons that they do that. Um, and hopefully you have a good lord and a good king and a, and a good guy who's you know and things are going well. But when you don't, and you have like maybe a monster or a tyrant or a fucking crazy person or something living in there, and he's just uh, you know abusing the shit out of everyone, and everyone's really scared of them. And worried, and does and unsure and uncertain about the future, and they're and they're not you know remedying any of these problems, and we've got uh, you know everything's getting worse, and people are getting scared, and so on, and it really becomes kind of a, a a sad, bleak you know dark times situation, and some people can look at that and and see that that place that you know castle on the hill whatever it is where you're you know these people are at and they see it as a, a symbol of i mean what how can you beat that i mean look at it how, what are we supposed to do how how can we how can we fight something like that look what they have look how much power and control they know who am i i'm a fucking onion farmer or something right i make shoes what am i supposed to do against that but that's where you know your perspective is everything you're looking at it all wrong. You shouldn't think that way. 
you're you're right and accurate to to know that the situation is bad and bleak and all this kind of stuff and those people are bad and so on. But where you should have stopped was what am I supposed to do? What you should have done was acknowledge and realize the gift you've been given, this opportunity that you have to live in a way that people very rarely ever get to do. Like a lot of times, right? I mean, depending on when you were born, you know, it's you know you could fight against what. This is a real one. This is a real challenge. You got real you got real bad people now. We know that with real power and they're using it against everyone. And instead of, you know, kind of lamenting and and you know, ruminating over how bad things are and how bad things are probably going to get and continue because they are, that's not going to change anything. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, but what you can do and what you can control is your attitude about it. And rather than, you know, kind of being sad about it and, and depressed and intimidated and like, oh man, what are we supposed to do? I like to choose to think, to you know, think about what, what about, what does it look like if we win, if we figured it out, if that mountain was climbed, if that kind of achievement could be done, what kind of possibilities... And if you don't make it, who cares? Did anybody expect you to? Look at the size of that hill. But that's that's where all the... That's life. Tackling, you know, problems and obstacles and defeating them, that gives you purpose. That gives you strength and motivation. People are proud of, you know, they lose weight, they stop drinking, they quit smoking, they get in better shape, they learn a new language, they get a new job, they get promoted, they have kids, whatever it is. It's one thing after another... So why not fight uphill in the rain against the worst motherfuckers that ever lived? I'm in. Let's go. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate you. DJ Stainfield and uh, Thus Always to Tyrants. Thank you guys uh, very much. I appreciate you. That's it. That's all. RagingDissonant.com for my social media links, Substack, Telegram page, and everything else. You know, nightmare me related. Uh, RagingDissonant.com. Link is on the screen. Go there and, and, and get it or don't. I really don't care. Nobody's ever cared. Phil doesn't care. What? Hope you had a good evening. I hope you have a great weekend. Take care of each other. Go out and do something. And uh, Memento Mori, you're here today. You can be gone tomorrow. Make it worth something. Six Seven Tyrannus, Pro Patria. I'll see you next time. Well, Monday night. We'll see what I have to tell you Monday night. I'll see you then.
Phil, where are you going, buddy? Where? No, no, no. Where are you going with the jetpack? Because you it well, it's covered in blood for a reason. You only ever use it for bad things. What are you doing with it? Why? Why are you going to the airport? That's no. That's not what I said. I wasn't giving you hints. I wasn't. No, these were not dog. I was just saying somebody. I mean, they're they're flying into Canada. Meaning, like, I mean, refugees usually they're on foot with like whatever they can carry. Like, I don't. They must have went through a whole other. Yeah, so they fly in here. Well, if there's no planes, I then I figured that no, Phil, no, no, because because we still use them. Don't uh, don't don't do it. Get down, get down here. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. He's he's just gonna destroy all the airplanes. It doesn't... You can call the... Fine, call the fire department. It doesn't matter. It's too late. He's laying waste to... No, he has a lot of weapons. He has a lot. It's... He'll get tired. I mean, that's all I can say. He might get bored. Try and distract him with drugs. I don't know what else to tell you guys. Don't send a SWAT team. If you do, send bachelors. I, I don't know. Because if you assholes weren't filling the fucking planes up and bringing them here, none of this would have been happening. He would have just been at home, peacefully doing cocaine and hookers like he always does. 